0: boy yeah yeah. it's the all love no fear podcast hey it's the all love no fear podcast check us out it's the all love oh no fear podcast Podcast, Uh uh-huh uh-huh all love oh no fear podcast hey
1: Yo! <laughs> what up? What up? We are at the oh, Love No Fear podcast. Whoop, whoop. We, we are here. We are here. We are here. here.
0: We are here. here. First pod of 2020. Yeah. Yes, God.
1: Yep. Yep. Yes, God. We are here. We have your host.
0: I'm KB. I host here at the Pod. So
1: we something. have your co-host. That is me. Him. Mark, meta, mo, poetic. Meta, You don't Can know I name? Mo. I need to get my name together. Mo,
0: better blues. Mo. Meta, poetic Bennett. Yes. Me- yes. Ooh, I couldn't even say it just now. i got to say something else. <laughs> yes. Meta, poetic Bennett. That's you. And we
1: have a guest. We we have been guest heavy.
0: Yes. Girls. Girls.
1: guests, guests, yes, yes.
2: Girls. Hello. And we
1: have Miss Michaela.
2: Michaela Jasmine Beeman. Hello. Yes.
1: She is
0: here. I'm sorry, so just for the people who are wondering why I just did that, um, so I do this weird saw smile thing from time to time, and it makes Michaela laugh a lot, so I'm probably going to do it a couple of times, just for kicks, listen, I gotta entertain myself here
1: Yes, um, and you want to introduce yourself? I guess tell tell the people who you are. Yes, mm-hmm. who you
2: are? Who am I? Who oh, you? Yeah. Um, first and foremost, I am a child of God. Hallelujah. Um, I met Mark and Kristen at church. Yeah, I'm part of the church. Bossy, you guys have so many church friends apparently because everyone talks about being somehow related to you from church or hanging out with you at church. But right, I'm part of the church clan because yeah. at one point we were at a church. All, All the, the time. time. <laughs> uh, to
0: the point where the sexton used to joke about setting up a, a cot for us. Yeah. Because we was there. Like, literally, I think, what was it? It was Monday night was, what was Monday night? Monday night was transitions at one point. Mm-hmm. Tuesday night was, I can't remember what.
1: I think we tried to do dance at one point during yeah. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, Wednesday was, was Bible study. Bible
0: study. Thursday night was choir, choir slash deacons when you became a deacon. Friday, you was used youth. to do the youth night. And then Saturday when you were a deacon was Feed My Sheep hmm. or something related to communion set up. So we used to be at the church all the time. And then Sunday, obviously, was choir. Because both we services. Both, yeah, both services. And we were in two choirs at the time. We were in the adult choir and we were in the young adult choir. And mm-hmm. you were in Praise team. And that was on the praise team. So I used to sing every Sunday.
1: Except like, for like youth Sunday.
0: Except for when the kids would sing. I'd be like, "Oh, it's my one Sunday off. So we spent a lot of time. <laughs> it was just
1: Thursday Sunday. That was it.
2: Yeah, it was like, oh, this is our relaxed Sunday. This is so nice. Um, <laughs> so when Steve Harvey did that skit in original Kings of Comedy, it like really hit home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: it's real. It's real. We're,
1: we're at And yeah, we were at church all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. And that yeah, it was, it was. And it wasn't like we were just there; we were like leading things.
3: Yes, because yeah. we, we were, were in charge of transitions.
1: Yeah, Transition, By the way, is was eighteen to thirty six. Yeah, mm. we were in charge of that. Yeah, and then um, I was the deacon. I was um, I forgot my position. Uh, don't remember. Can't Weren, think right now. You,
0: were you the protocol
2: first? Protocol. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> Look at your wife. She's <laughs> here for you. She knows. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, and I was telling Michaela that um. You knew me only as a deacon for like most of the time.
0: Yeah, because I think we started talking like end of end of two thousand nine when I just got on. Then you got on like beginning of 2010 beginning of two thousand ten, like March of two thousand ten. So like you was a deacon for like the whole the whole time we were together, basically,
1: to like two thousand seventeen. Yeah,
2: it's a new mark. Yeah, how was non deacon mark? Living his best life. <laughs> free, the, free on Thursdays.
0: Free on Thursdays. Free on Saturdays. Just available <laughs> in general, you know. But now he's on the PNC, so I don't really know. I don't really know yes. if that's the trade off. Which kind of I guess
1: plays into our topic.
0: Yeah. Which mm. But yeah. Okay.
2: But yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna go on to that. Um, yes, I guess more Miguel, more go, about, go you. On about you. Ah, okay.
2: Yes. Um, I am a wife, a mother, civil rights litigator, Haitian American. Um. All around Queens, girl. Hey, shout out to Queens.
0: We in the building. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey. I don't know why you got so excited. You're, you're not from Queens.
1: Hey, hey, hey. I was, where? I was born in Far Rockaway. Pause. What? Okay. I was born in Far Rockaway. Where? 2210 New Haven Avenue.
2: I actually know where that is. Yes. I did not know we had a Far Rockaway connection. Yes, yes. Oh snap! Yes. 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 yes, yes. I forgot about that. So I no. guess you can
0: claim Queens for a little while. You can hey. in Queens. You can. Okay. Yes. All right. I, I'll be forgetting about that because I, I just feel like, he's Long Island, he's West. Yeah, Valley, I've but, always you
2: know. known you as yeah. Yeah,
1: I was still born at um in Mineola. Yeah,
2: he was born in at, at Mineola Hospital. At Mineola Hospital. Hospital. And then they brought you to Far Rockaway. Yes. How did yes. you get born? Get born? How is it that you were born in Mineola? Because my mother So she goes to
1: Winthrop for everything. I see. Yeah. So, um, but yeah.
2: Because
0: yeah, there was a point where his whole family lived in, in Far Rockaway, like everybody. Not everybody. Not like, everybody, a lot of but us. a lot of us. What two my, or three of your aunt, aunts?
1: Uh, my uncle. Yeah. There's yeah. a few of us lived in Far Rockaway, like um, but yeah, we were at 2210 New Haven Avenue.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm Um, until what age? Five. Wow. And
1: then moved to Westbury. Um, to, and when it was like end of it was 1990 December. Is when we moved,
2: oh okay,
1: um, and then um yeah i I like I remember a lot of stories, like my mother tried to shelter me from a lot of stuff. we were on like a top floor,, mm-hmm. we were on like like eight floors, mm-hmm. and my mother didn't take the elevator mm-hmm. so yeah. and like I remember like me like being a jerk child of like as soon as I saw we were turning onto the block i would, I was like. <laughs> I was like I was sleeping You would
2: fake fall asleep So like I wouldn't so have to Walk have up, up, up the stair. stairs I can't
0: with
1: you So like But I was putting My mother through Like bad enough I Had to walk up the stairs Holding me Like it, it was it was rude
0: Like in retrospect you'd be, You're like I was a jerk I was It was, was not a very nice you know, thing You she shared to to do.
2: the elevator with you And made you practice Standing on one foot To avoid the piss No no
1: She wouldn't take the elevator <laughs> She. no, 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 Why are you no, 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 like my mother used to be like, they used to be, like
2: no, not, I'm deceased, I'm just like the like visual people, of the elevator being no. deceased. There used to be
1: people like on the bottom, like looking, Tell cra- you, like, it was crazy over there. I've never okay.
2: had any balance in my life, but for when I had to go into a far rock elevator, because you got to go in there, you got to slide in so the door don't hit you. Yeah, it was crazy. You got to find your spot, that one spot, stand there, then you have to somehow push the button without really touching it, because you don't know where anybody's hands are
1: it was crazy over there what
2: don't let what? anybody else be in the elevator too because you gotta do all of this and avoid people she's like it's a it's wonderful a lot. it's a lot
1: but but my mother my mother um wow. my mother doesn't do elevators Like period. oh period that's the, yes that's not her vibe so mm-hmm. like she had to walk up like eight flights of stairs yeah
2: it's great cardio yeah,
1: yeah. and then like i remember because like i wanted to be with my cousins were at my grandparents house in mm-hmm. in west Hempstead. okay so like i didn't want to leave so I wanted to, like, not do that. So, like, eight, eight flights of um, stairs, I'm like, I don't want to go. No, no. So, like, my mother was like, people thought I was, like, abused. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it, like I, 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 put, I put my mother through a lot, apparently. <laughs> and then, <laughs> And she still loves you to this day. To this day. To this day.
0: I have to grow up with it to this
1: day. You have to get closer to the mic closer.
0: Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm here. Hello yeah okay.
1: greetings and salutations but yeah <laughs> so um but yeah that 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 went through a lot um but more about you yes Can oh we, yes.
0: more yes. um if you want to share more we don't i don't know if you want to share more yes we don't want to force you to share things with the people Not you don't want to know. um
2: new homeowner and you know just it, trying to get through this adulting. adulting is hard it's very ghetto here. yeah, yeah. Tryna, very ghetto trying to yeah. multitask a lot yeah, and also
1: trying to retire by fifty.
2: We we, we were <laughs> Don't laugh at my dreams. No, no, please, please
1: proceed <laughs> with those dreams.
2: Right, like I really hope it happens for you. No. Um, true um, lad. That second, that second half.
1: Oh, uh, so I we met Michaela, and I guess we just we we, we forced friendship upon each other. <laughs>
2: Basically, I rolled up on you. Yeah, I, I don't even show. remember honestly. because because you she because just she was pregnant. Uh and,
1: and she was like, "Advice, help me," mm-hmm. <laughs> because because she was like, um, "She wants to know." She wants to know, like, how fatherhood is with um with our child. And, like, and I was, like, when you become a father, like, you just, you you jump into it. So I was, like, don't worry about anything. Your mm-hmm. husband will be fine. we <laughs> will be cool.
2: Yeah, shout out to my husband, Raleigh. Love you, babe. Hey, um, he, he was I remember he said to me, he was, like, I don't know. I've seen babies. They look really small. I'm not <laughs> holding them. Like, sir, you gonna hold our baby? No, no. <laughs> like, and this and, 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 and I, I think true. I think that was the question. You were like <laughs> exactly. And, and I was like,
1: no, it's different for your own child. He's <laughs> he's gonna hold her. It's gonna happen. He's gonna hold her. And, he's and
2: sure enough, Michael came out and he ain't been on his daddy hands since. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> I was like, there's nothing to worry about. It's gonna be fine.
2: Yeah, but I'm not gonna front. holding hold. Like, I can
0: hold. I held my own baby with no problem. Other people's small children. Mm-hmm. I was like.
1: Yeah, but like, but like, e- even with that, like, remember with um with Dalton had um with Lucas, like I I feel as if like after mm-hmm. holding my daughter as a small yeah. child, I'm not nervous. No, about.
0: I'm supremely more comfortable holding absolutely. A small yeah, child. absolutely. small children now. I'm like yeah. like
1: because I remember like trying to hold small children before. Cause I remember with Micah. Mm-hmm. Um, his first, his first son. Like I was always like, mm, I don't know what to do with this child. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> she looks though.
2: Not for nothing. I think so many guys have that privilege. As mm-hmm. a girl, you don't have that. Children kind of were hoisted upon you. Yeah, yeah. hoisted. Like <laughs> it was like dodgeball with you. Like these here, babies. hold this baby. I'm like, <laughs> like, I,
0: don't, like okay. I don't understand why you trust me.
2: Oh, to okay. Do this. So if you're just constantly being bred to be moms and like caregivers and things like that. So yeah. like when I hear about guys like being hesitant about babies or you know changing diapers and yeah, stuff
1: but, like yeah, but but you like we've given my daughter who is two mm-hmm. a doll. So you're at age two, you're giving a baby to take care of.
2: Yes,
0: yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, and she has a kitchen and which yep. she loves. Yes. Yep. So, so at age
1: two. Mm-hmm. A girl is given a baby to take care of, like take care of this child. Yes. <laughs>
2: that's fair. See? Yes. <laughs> See?
3: From yes. the age You know what?
2: I, need, I need to work on that. Michael needs to get some kind of a, a thing to care that's for. That stuff the will take care of. My yes. son's rough. <laughs> 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 I need him to simmer down. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, take take care of the giraffe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not raffy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you watch word party you know who rafi is yes yes and if you don't watch word party it's completely fine because it's a kid's show and there's no reason you should know what it is it doves
2: yeah. i crack up every time y'all pull in with the um let's what, not, not fight video
1: if if we have a situation it, it will it'll it'll go make go an fight. appearance
0: every time. yo when mark first did it i was like <laughs> is that what you're doing friend
1: is that okay? i don't know if we have any any not fight topics yet but but we'll, we'll find see. out we'll see what happens we'll see how it goes
0: Never know what happens here on the All Love, No Fair podcast. Aww, yeah, S- speaking of,
1: shout out to the people on Spotify. Sh- shout out to people on Apple Podcasts. Every, every time. <laughs> shout out to people every on Apple, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> on Podbean on Blueberry. On Himalayas. Ha! I got it.
3: I was, I was saying. I <laughs> in my head. I was ha! like, Himalayas. Himalayas. one line. I got it. Come on. Got you the one
2: job. <laughs> I got the Himalayas. <laughs> one job
0: oh my god i didn't even, I just i was waiting to see if he was gonna say it or not. <laughs> I, I was hilarious. like there i was ready i was like okay if he doesn't say it i'm gonna say it yeah oh my god and
1: iHeartRadio. radio
0: yes those are all the places where our podcast can be found
1: and you can hear about this on there word and, and, and our website
0: and our website all of no fear pcast yes, dot com. yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Which, so many things yeah so many things. um also fyi um please if um our sponsor, once again, is the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing yeah. LLC. Mm-hmm. We um, we do marketing consulting um, if you need help with that. We do business cards, flyers, websites. All that jazz. All of the design things. Design things, yes. Um, but we're going to, we are 12 minutes in, 12, 13 minutes in. So let's. Oh, so I mean, let's, that's how let's, we start here. Let's kind of like we get talk in. about some stuff before mm-hmm. we get into it. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. get into our love it or lose it. Okay. Love it or okay. lose okay. it. Ha! Love it or lose it. Hey, ha! Love it or lose it. Love it. Or lose. Hey,
0: hey, hey, lose. lose it, love it.
3: Sorry, <laughs> the headphones got a <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that's a <laughs> secure.
1: So, Kristen has it this time. So, that's yes. if I have a love to lose it, you usually have four choices. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to choose one that you would love, mm-hmm. hold on to, and never let go. Mm-hmm. One... Never let it go, never let it
0: go, never let it go, never let it go, never let it go. Come on, harmonization. Yes, yo, God. Yo. Yes, God. Yes, God. I'll come to Mikaela's a little tenor. an undercover tenor on the low. Um, she'd be acting like, but we had discovered it um, when we was at the women's retreat last year. We was like, oh, she ain't saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Her and Katia. Katia has a beautiful
2: voice. Yeah, she does. I've, can,
1: so, this <laughs> we were talking about in terms of our voice. friends. So, we have friends who, who are single and don't have children. But, like, we realized, like, where we try to, we, we say we'll hang with them, but like, mm-hmm. it's just, I, we sometimes feel like they might think that we're jerks because we like, we say we want to hang and then we just never call them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that, we just be busy. But we, also, but we also realize that like, our friends who are married with children, mm-hmm. like every time we chill, we see each other like, hey, yeah, I know we don't talk that much, but hey, what up? And like, it's no hard feelings because we're all in the same boat of we have no time. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's hard to explain to people who have not married children that we don't have time. <laughs> right, like it's
0: not that I have beef with you or I don't want to talk to you. I just don't have time. Yeah, my day literally starts at excuse me, what six o'clock? <laughs> I wake up, I get my child's stuff, her clothes ready, her stuff ready for daycare. I get myself ready to go. I have to be in theory on a train by no later than seven forty-two to Emphasis make it to on work theory. on time. I don't be, listen, and then I be at that job from nine until whenever I leave. I'm supposed to leave at five. Doesn't always work out that way. And then I come home, I spend time with my husband and my child. I put my child to bed. I eat dinner, maybe at a reasonable time, maybe not. And then next thing I know, it's 11 o'clock. There's the day. Yeah. There's the day. Like, yes. I don't be having time. So that's like, what it looks like. So, every
1: like, day. speaking of, that's what I was saying when you take it to you. I was like, we have, like, we've, Gather these, like, married with children friends mm-hmm. that we, like, we don't see often at all. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. No joke. But when we do see... We like, see hey, them in church, up?
0: like, hey, girl, what's hey, up? Hey,
1: what up? Mm-hmm. And, like, but we all have a mutual understanding that we just be busy. Right.
2: We also have group text. Yeah, group text. Group text, saves group text. Yeah, go. we like, yeah. be having a group text. Like, hey girl, mm-hmm. are you seeing this? Are you mm-hmm. see that? Like, it's just because... Drop a meme, drop a gift, Right, because yeah, like, gro- coordinating
0: in-person activities is just too much. Like, for the four of us, me, you, Alicia and Katia to coordinate a four of us doing something, if we're not taking the kids, okay, what are we doing? Like, it's going to take a month mm-hmm. to coordinate one day where we can have childcare to go do something as four grown women
1: yeah and it's the same thing we have the okay. group I have the group text with uh, Mark Francis and Dalton where mm-hmm. we just read, We talk about dipset and hip hop but uh, <laughs> that is what Mark and his friends talk about I just I'm just letting you know, know. Hmm. It's, it's, we, we post videos of different rapping and songs and go over it and other things and it's, it's fun to watch it's fun to talk about but it's it's just what we do and that, that's usually how things happen word but yeah um, but back to the love it or lose it. What do you have?
0: Love it or lose it. So okay.
2: I'm a fat kid. Oh boy. Um, I've I've been um pretty um pretty honest foodie, about that. I think your sister-in-law already had a conversation with you about this. She did. She yes, that? she told you about better affirmations. Yes, I enjoy food.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, shout out to Tahira. She did say that. You're oh,
1: right. c- speaking of, Michaela is a big fan of the podcast. She, yes, she is a all of no fear every potty. episode.
0: Yeah, she's an all love We gotta come up with yeah, a, like
1: name. We need a fan base name. A
0: fan base name. Okay. We're gonna come up with one. We're gonna think about something. If you guys have suggestions, like send it to us because I don't have anything right now. But we're gonna come up with something. Um yes, yeah, so Michaela's an avid listener um and provides uh
1: The fearless listeners. Ha. Ah,
2: oh, I like that. Fearless listeners. Okay. All right, cool. Let's write that down. She don't like it. I don't, I'm she, not. She, 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 I saw her face. I was like. Shut <laughs> up, I was mad hyped.
1: I didn't see she didn't Mind, your, my business, Mind <laughs> your business, Michaela.
0: Mind your business.
2: now her. I'm here. I'm like, you hey,
0: shut I'm not. up. I'm not you texting after the fact. I'm shut here. Real
2: time. I don't dislike it. It needs to grow on me. Okay. Okay. Because,
1: like, you, you, you didn't match my hypeness when I said it at all. It's
2: growing. <laughs> no? No growing?
0: Okay. So I just see that I'm in the middle of an annoying sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> And, yo, okay. So y'all just about to, okay. All right. That's what we're doing today. Okay. Great. Love it or lose it. Yes, I'm ready. So I enjoy delicious foods. Um, I am a a, a gastro, gastro enthusiast. Um, Yes, I like things that taste good. So this week I decided love it or lose it. Candy edition.
3: Hmm, okay. And candy
0: edition specifically with Jolly Ranchers. Um, I think on one of the previous Love It or Lose It's, uh, I, I said I would like love Jolly Ranchers or they were like a close second. Jolly Ranchers are great. I do enjoy them. Most people don't like hard candy, but I happen to um, like hard candy. Maybe it's the old lady in me that's used to hard candies. Um, by the way, those strawberry candies that your grandma had at church... I know where to find them joints. Yes. Hit me up if you want (laughs) to know. But yes, so Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher flavors. What made me think about this is um, one of my colleagues at work. mm -mm, I thought I put this thing on silent. One of my Mm -hmm. colleagues at work um, has a jar of Jolly Ranchers on her desk. And I always like want to pick through the jar because I only like certain flavors. Mm -hmm. And I don't like others. And I'm always like back and forth with people about flavors. So, I said, let's bring it to the table here at the All Love No Fear podcast, where we talk about provocative topics. So, of the four Jolly Ranchers flavors I'm about to list, oops, which one would you love? Which one would you lose? I think I know which one you're going to choose, but go ahead. You don't okay. know me, but you do know me. Um, so, the choices are green apple,
1: mm-hmm. cherry, mm-hmm. watermelon, mm-hmm. and grape. Yep. Okay. You didn't put fruit punch in there? I think I'm going putting... to put it in. I guess you don't like fruit punch. Okay, sorry. I'll eat it if that's what they have. But, okay, you know. so no, okay, so
0: Okay. So, no, no, once fine. again, Jolly Rancher flavors love it or lose it, green apple, cherry, watermelon, grape.
1: Our guest goes first. Lose it only. Lose it first. I, I know, I
0: know. Okay. She listens, she knows what time it is. Know, she ready. a fearless listener. Uh-huh. Oh, what did you say? Is that what she that's saying? what he yeah, said. He he Why are you playing? Well, I, I just wanted to make sure I said it right. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is going to be the longest podcast <laughs> in
2: Because y'all right here. Oh, <laughs> Um, this one's easy for me, cherry. Oh. Yep. I do not like any artificial flavoring of cherry. I will only eat the actual fruit cherry. But for that, I'm not here
0: for it. Michaela's okay, very high
2: su- high sedity. Su- yes, no. A potato. Yes, I, I don't drink juice. That's not um hundred percent juice. That concentrate is not for me. <laughs> you ain't too good for some concentrate. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ain't too good for some concentrate.
1: I'll be honest. Out of those four flavors, I think cherry is...
2: You two people.
1: <laughs> out of those four?
2: <gasps> yes. You made it easy.
1: Yeah. Out of those four, yeah. I don't
2: know you people. Yeah. Not cherry. cherry.
1: Oh my God. How, how many cherry things do I have? Like, you eat cherry things all the time. How many cherry things do I do, have you ever seen me have?
2: Mm. That's fair. Yes. You have seen
1: me eat zero of them. That's, mm. that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's do fair. you
2: not like cherry, period, or hard to
1: go like me. Most times it's cherry. It's artificial, so.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean to be fair, it's red. No one really knows. I've eaten actual cherries. That doesn't taste like actual cherry, but it's whatever. It's delicious in my opinion. Okay, right. both of you are losing cherry. What did you lose it? My lose it. I think it's watermelon. Hmm. I don't like it at all like if I was like desperate for a piece of candy I maybe would but I don't I don't like watermelon flavored things or allegedly watermelon mm-hmm. Deke watermelon flavored things um, I don't like it I'm so, gonna go on the watermelon. record here
2: and say that I think Kristen's food preferences are odd the fact that you do not like chocolate and peanut butter, I still just look at you like, I just want to It's nastiness, it and I don't care what y'all say. I just just want to show said, a Reese's in your mouth, said, Like, you're going to like it. It's
0: okay. great. If you want to fight, we can fight. But what you're not going to do is give me no daggone Reese's. This will what we're not going to do. They're disgusting. Like, they're awesome. Nastiness, that. Awesome.
2: nastiness. Oh, uh-uh. I don't understand. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But, it's alas, an abomination. We don't like it. Alas, you and your particularities.
0: I don't like it. It's nasty. Y'all like it. It's fine.
2: Y'all better hope. Avery is not in any way, shape, or form as particular as this one. She
0: probably. She's, will she's be. a little bit. She's a little bit she's finicky. Little bit. She she doesn't like things um, all the way. Like she has p- particular ways about how she likes to eat certain things. So. Yeah, and I, r- I
1: realize like she she hates it when like things get on her face. Yeah,
0: she does mm. not like food on her face. She gets very upset. She's, okay. she's like, mm. like.
1: Like she most eat,
0: most like, kids, eat. they'll be like eating and something will get on their face and they'll keep going. Avery's like. Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like she does not like it on her face. Yeah,
0: she's very neat with how she eats. She doesn't like. That's, that's good. I have to say I'm impressed with that because like a lot of Avery's clothes, I had like a lot of parents I know have had to throw away clothes because the kid just spilled food on it and it mm-hmm. just looked like garbage. Avery's managed to keep a lot of her clothes looking nice. Yeah. All things considered,
1: and um, I, I I think she gets the way she eats from you. Uh,
3: yeah, mm-hmm. because
1: like because um, Kristen will like, you know, when when you're eating a sandwich, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Usually. Bite it and like, like how, how I usually bite. I'll I'll still hold the sandwich. And I'm talking mm-hmm. and everything. Kristen will bite the sandwich, put it down,
2: and then talk like this. I don't know why. She, she, she
1: like this. Mm-hmm.
2: So you you're she, pausing she, and eating the sandwich. She, she, yeah, she's, she's, very, she's very proper while. Yeah, it. I'm like I just
0: don't feel like if I'm eating a sandwich and I'm talking to you that I should be holding the sandwich up in front of you while we're talking. Like I just want to put the sandwich down on the plate away from the conversation. And then when we've paused, I'll pick my sandwich back up yeah. and eat it again.
1: She, she she doesn't talk and eat well.
0: Yes, I'm How not. How considerate
2: a... of you? Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She um she, she pauses while i do it. She like yeah. eat
0: Yeah, Avery's a pauser.
1: Yes, yeah, and she, okay. she she gets that she look I think she watches her and does the same yeah.
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. Mark is like, I'm not Yeah, yeah. I'm not like, I just feel there's a lot of breathing on my food that's happening like while I'm talking back and forth somebody can put it right Because, dude <laughs> I don't know. That's where I am in life.
1: You you like you have you have like I told you you have like certain ticks you do while eating.
0: Okay, tell the people all my business. What all things? of it.
1: No, all no, of it. Not, Let's not, go. One it's minute. like we're on a but, date with y'all. But like it, it's um like for instance um <laughs> not you over there with them <laughs> like like if you if you're doing a um she's doing a fountain drink okay what she'll do is oh, yeah. she'll drink or if she has like if she has like if she's able to get more mm-hmm. she'll pour a little bit drink it, and then pour again. She'll do it every single time. Yeah, it's like she, a She won't, she, won't, she, won't, she, won't, she won't just pour the whole thing and then sit it down and ready to drink. She'll pour a little bit, drink it, and pour it. She might have tasted it a million times. The same thing. doesn't matter.
0: I don't know why. It's but like there's one of my... sample it? Like, I don't know what it is. It's be, like a, a thing that I do.
1: Like, if you pour her a cup of drink, huh. she'll drink a little bit and then say pour it more. So, like, she... she because... 'Cause like she'll yeah. sample it and she wants to, she wants to fill it back up to the top. I don't
0: know why I do that. Like and I okay. didn't realise that I did that until Mark pointed it out to me one day. I'm like, I do that all the time. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a sampling thing. I don't know where I got it from, but
2: it's just something I do. It's,
1: it's not that you sample, you sample and you want to fill it back up the way it was. Yeah.
2: It's like now that you've had your sample, I want my full serving. I want my full serving. <laughs> I guess that's it. I guess that's it. I've never thought about it before, but you
1: know, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? How do we get here? Um we were talking about... It was a lot of traditions. Oh,
0: right. Because Michaela said I was weird. My my food my food choices were weird. Really. were quite particular. Because you said you
1: didn't want the watermelon. Okay. It's, so it's up to it's you for, for love it.
2: So, thinking about... I don't want to cheat on grape, but that candy, the apple... If you choose grape, you cannot... <laughs> I know. You cannot speak to I me. Know. I know. So I love gra- it, though. The grape is
0: less real grape tasting than I the cherry. I know,
2: but so. it's just... It has enough sugar in it that makes you happy, but no, I think I'm gonna commit and say apple. Apples, I okay. love it. Okay,
3: all right,
0: good choice.
2: Good choice. I don't need your judgment in my life. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I. I Everyone I, needs
1: it. I I think I like I like sour apple, growing up a lot. Um, and I think I only I'm only going to say watermelon because. I think I've had sour apples so much that I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, it's enough. Because <laughs> I, I, I used to go hard with sour apples. Because sour apple and watermelon, they're going to go back and forth. But it's just I've mm-hmm. had sour apples so much that, like, I think my tongue is, like, over it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I need you to simmer down.
0: I'm <laughs> flabbergasted.
1: Because yes. it, because like I, I think um you think
0: you know someone I think <laughs> <laughs> then they <laughs> choose watermelon
1: <laughs> I, wow because I, I, I think that um I think when I was younger I liked the like ah taste the
0: <laughs> <laughs> smacking mouth <laughs>
1: like, the sour apple ah. <laughs> ah taste The sour apple's like it's very like that it's very like it's
2: very aggressive it's very I to punch you in the face with very all <laughs> up in there
1: yeah but um watermelon is very like mm mm-hmm.
2: that's true it is really chill it's, it's very chill. I think for me also, I don't eat Jolly Ranchers as much as I used to. So yeah. whenever I get a Jolly Rancher, I want like all my money for it. I want a oh sour God. apple. Yeah, let's get, <laughs> make yeah. this work.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, all right, Madam Judgment.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I do not appreciate the name calling here.
2: <laughs> um, my love,
0: it. I think I'm going to go with all of of all of the choices here. I think I'm going to go with the grape. I know it's not real grape flavor, but I like that flavor the best. Did you not shade me for almost doing grape?
1: No, she she was shading you because of the cherry.
0: Because she was like, the cherry ain't even tasting like no real cherry. So I said the grape don't taste like real grape either, so you can't choose that one. I don't have those problems. I never said that. Oh, grape is my... uh, Love it. Um, I just—it's just—it always hits. It's never not. Okay. It's never no, it a miss. It's, the so grape you, always hits.
1: So your number t- is your number two, cherry or something. Yeah, my number two is
0: cherry. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. That water. You know what it is? I think my thing with the watermelon is like the taste is so mild, and I feel like when I go for a Jolly Rancher, I'm going there to get a sugar rush, and the watermelon is like a slow burn. Like that grape and that cherry, they give me the sugar I need. Like first, first suck, and I'm there. I'm like, yeah. It,
1: it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh, mm. <laughs> you like what you like. I like what I like. Word. Okay. I'm not gonna. Learn. Okay. Don't don't give me that disgusted face. I
0: am disgusted. Watermelon Mar. That's the nastiest one of it's, all of the flavors that they offer. It, it isn't. It is. It's that's that's an undisputed fact. Um because you keep saying it doesn't make it a fact. It it it's a fact though. Okay. It's just because you don't agree with me doesn't r- mean it's r- a mobile. fact. For um, Oh, so now we're now. Yeah, Michaela's just sitting there
1: like. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just um, watching. It's like watching tennis. tennis. That is, that is the love it or lose it. That's love fine. it or lose it. Yes, love it or lose it. Um, thank you so much. Um, once again, if you have any ideas, please email us at alllovenofairpcast at,
0: at gmail gmail.com. Dot com. Did you know that they replaced the lemon with blue raspberry? I always wondered whatever happened to hmm. lemon lemon Jolly Ranchers. Because I used to like them, and then I just stopped oh. seeing them. But they, they replaced it with blue raspberry. I don't know I that is. I guess to decision. appeal to
1: children, because no adults can do blue raspberry without looking like a child.
0: Yeah, like your mouth is just mad blue. Like just super, you just look super crazy. Blue raspberry
1: in any, in any form <laughs> of capacity, this looks childish.
0: Super childish. If any, Okay.
2: <laughs> I, I can see that. <laughs> Every That's time, fair. blue raspberry That's always fair. looks childish. That's
1: fair. And, and no matter what you're doing, you're drinking it, whatever it is, if you get a blue raspberry, you look like you're a teenager or younger.
0: Do any of y'all remember a Fire Sticks Jolly Rancher? Apparently that was the three original oh. flavors were watermelon, apple, and Fire Sticks. and Fire Sticks? Stick? Yes. Huh. Yeah,
1: no, no, what is that, no. cinnamon?
0: Possibly. Nope. I don't see why someone would want that. That seems nasty.
1: Okay, you don't like cinnamon. You can't, I you don't. Can't, you can't go by you. <laughs> okay, and what about it? <laughs> what about it? All right, let's move on. Ready yes. for the topic?
0: Sure. Let's get with the topic. All right. So,
1: um, want me to introduce it? Sure. Okay.
0: Since you, you're the one who came up with it, I think you should introduce it you can speak best to it.
1: So the topic I have, it's called diversity in churches. And um, this came from, because we, um, me and Kristen, we, we, actually all three of us, we attended um, the Double Love Experience. Yes. yes. Last, all right. Sunday. The, last, last Sunday. Last mm-hmm. Sunday um, at 5 o'clock, which is um, a church in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. by um, two of my good friends from Hampton University um Andrew and gabby Wilkes yeah and they um they started a church and it's very um young adult focus like mm-hmm. it's it's like how they put everything together seems like they're focused on the millennial age range that's that's what their focus is on <laughs> that's who they worried. that's what they're worried about and that's what their focus is on um when you go to the church it's like looks like it's like a a a stage'cause they rented it out. Um, they have chairs um the music is very lively yep. um and they they're trying to go check it in and out and like their message is very um progressive it's it's very um young adult social and, like, justice, social social justice action. Yeah, yeah. very progressive church um the church that i'm a current member of n p c is not that way in terms of it we have pews <laughs> we have a pulpit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very traditional once in a while they do hymns. Um, we have like we a program nice. laid out. Mm-hmm. We have uh, like a certain I order. I
0: just thought about that. They ain't got no program over no. there. No.
1: No. Um, white gloves. They have white gloves. Mm-hmm. Like a certain, a it's very traditional certain things. Mm-hmm. And it came to my mindset because like a lot of times, a lot of arguments that we have in church, we try to figure out what is the best way to apply to certain things, what's the best way to do certain things. Are we supposed to worship this way? Are we supposed to dress a certain way? Are we supposed to have pews? Like we, like a lot of times mm-hmm. we, we have these um, hold on certain things. And a lot of times um, it makes you address the question, does God want all churches to be the same? Is that his ideal? Is his ideal that all churches are the same and um, that we all go to the same kind of church and that there's an ideal church that we're all trying to be like, mm-hmm. that we're all trying to be the same as? Or is it that God wants difference in churches with different kinds of worship, with different kinds of setup, with different kinds of movements? And if, because if it's yes that He wants it all to be the same, does that mean that most of us are just wrong? But if it's not, then that also, that takes away, that means that a lot of verses are up to interpretation based off of and God gives uses the same spirit to have you interpret things differently for a purpose for a reason meaning this church is meant for this this church is meant to do this is meant to do this this church might not meant to do that same thing it's built for this and this um I I think I used the um the mindset is we always say the church is a hospital right yeah so hospital might have a lot of the same things but cats Um, hospital is focused a lot on maternity right and -hmm. women's health and women's health like that um, that, that whole um, campus they have a a, a lot of everything else that they have there Mm -hmm. but their main primary thing that they're very good at is maternity women's health Mm -hmm. Um, there's hospitals that are focused mostly on heart health they're very good at that and their focus is on that they do everything Mm -hmm. and they, they make sure they hit the certain things that you need but they focus on that um, the primary care physician that I had, she was a focus was a pulmonary doctor. She's a pulmonary doctor because I have asthma, so I wanted to focus on someone who has who has a focus on pulmonary. So when I go into the um, her doctor's office, usually every visit incorporates a breath test. That wouldn't work for everybody who doesn't have those pulmonary issues, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it does work for that. Um, in terms of churches, I think that certain churches make sense for certain neighborhoods or certain instances or for certain groups and for everything certain churches might be built for baby boomers Hmm. right for baby boomers to fill away and to get something out of it but that church might not appeal to others but that doesn't mean that the church baby boomers is wrong that also means that some churches are built for only a season and not built to be there forever (laughs) <laughs> that's fair that is fair <laughs> so meaning they're they're only there for a certain time and after a certain time they're gone and that doesn't and it was probably created that way meaning it's not it's not a bad thing that it closed down which is there for a certain time and then it's over mm-hmm. so i guess what what is your thoughts on this whole thing the first thing do you agree that um i guess both of you that uh Got one? There's, there's one church that we're all trying to gear towards to be, or do you think there's most is more of like a, a diversity in terms of how churches should be, and layout and everything? Because like I once again the re- reason why I have this because I, I know a lot of times we have these conversations about like, oh this person doesn't do this well, oh it's because they're not in the spirit. Like we we sometimes mm-hmm. like we say that. Person not, oh, this church is not really in spirit because they don't do this, and I don't get this from them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, people, members will say, like, oh, this church doesn't go out into these neighborhoods, so they're not really saved as much. Um, I'm not saying they do do outreach. I understand, like, from outreach, but the outreach that they're doing is not the same that this church is doing, and we think that one church is better or, or more in touch with spirit because of how they move. So I guess like what, what do you, I guess what, what are both of your thoughts on that?
2: <laughs> I don't think it's really. I don't think it's helpful for people to presume that like a church isn't in the spirit just because they don't do things the way that that particular person feels it should be done. Correct. You know, it's, I, don't, I don't think it's fair to the church. Like sometimes. No, no, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's not, but and it happens all the time, though. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and also, just like to answer your original question, I think diversity in churches is necessary for churches to survive mm-hmm. because things are constantly changing with each generation. You have to adapt. Like, I think one issue that a lot of churches are dealing with now is that you have millennials, you have Gen Z, people who are not here for waste not here for pomp and circumstance, mm-hmm. you know, and they are not interested in communicating only face-to-face, mm-hmm. right? You know, you need to email me, put me on an email blast, like send messages. I have a, a social media page, something that we can interact with, all those things. And if churches don't get updated, like with the times, they eventually die. Like you you don't get new membership. If someone comes in, they end up leaving. I think that's like a really easy example age-wise.
1: But, but then I have the question is if they don't do that, mm-hmm. So, for for instance, if the there's another church I know, I'm not gonna say what the name of it, but I know the church. The, most of their members, I've seen, are like over forty. Mm-hmm. That's just most of the members. So, and like they might get new members, but a lot of time they get they get new members. It's the people over forty also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that they they might not do that because that's not who they, what their focus is. That I don't think that means that they're
2: wrong though either. No, yeah, yeah. I, and that's the yeah. thing. Like if. If you are very comfortable, let, let's say, like, we're going to call it the 40-plus church, right? If the 40-plus church is very comfortable being a 40-plus church, and that's the lane that you want to stay in, that's what you want to do, you want to cater to that group only, that's fine. But when all those 40-plus members are dead and gone, so will the church. Correct. You know, mm-hmm. like, and, but, but, as long as you accept that. Correct. Wh- which which is it is
1: weird because, like, the re- reason why I'm, I'm making that statement also because it's hard to gear a program. hmm To both. (laughs) That's
2: fair.
1: (laughs) It's hard to gear a program to someone who is 75 and someone who is 22. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: It's hard to gear something that's towards. Because if you gear it specifically to someone who is 22, you're going to forget about the people who are 70.
2: Absolutely.
1: Correct. And I
0: I think that's a struggle that a lot of today's churches are facing is that they're trying to find the middle ground for... The various populations within their church, and it's for some people, I feel like they're seeing some progress, and for others, it just feels like a a constant back and forth, and they're not really capturing everybody in the Mm. way that they want to. And so, one group feels like, oh, they're only doing things to focus on these people. The other group feels like they're they're only doing enough to focus on this group of people, and ultimately the membership doesn't feel like it's overall being served in the way that it needs to and so i wonder if it it's worth the i don't want to say the work or the effort but i wonder if it's it's an exercise in futility to to keep trying to 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 create this middle ground that may not really exist and maybe should not exist in that Space because I feel like a lot of times the middle ground ends up being. <sighs> I'm trying to say things without like sounding like a jerk. Um, I think sometimes the middle ground ends up being not really the middle ground because it yeah. ends up being more it, it, focused it, 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 on the people that pay the bills at the church,
1: correct? It, 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 and a lot of
0: times that's not us, like, we're not the big tithers. And if a church's main um, source of of funding is tithing. The people who are doing it are the ones who are more established in life, who Mm -hmm. are probably retired and have more, you know, disposable income to give large amounts of money to the church. So while there might be certain things that that the church on a whole can try to do to try to encompass the Gen Z's and the millennials, at the end of the day, we're not the ones with the big enough pockets to keep the doors open. So ultimately, I feel like things end up going in the way of the people who do have the deep pockets to keep the church going simply because it can't physically survive without their tithes.
1: and and with that in mind i think that um sometimes we get so too caught up in as as christians in staying in a specific church Mm -hmm. i think we get too caught up in that also and i and i understand it because historically it's like it's like a family thing mm-hmm. like yeah our parents went to a church and we we get too caught up in that i think that um not understanding that like sometimes that church might not be for you doesn't mean that it's nothing and like a lot of times we get caught up in like oh that church wasn't holy enough it might mm-hmm. not even be that it just might not be for you
3: yeah. which is fine right
1: and i think a lot of times we have we get people get too caught up in that dynamic of it um I'm, I say all oh, this, that's why I said like the PNC. Right now I'm in the um, pastoral nominating committee for the church. And like, I, um, not to go too much into it, but I know that when um, I have to think about the culture of the church mm-hmm. and to think about um, trying to choose somebody that goes hand in hand with that. But choosing somebody that goes hand in hand with that might not mean it's to someone who I think is the best. Those might be two opposite That might be the t- same thing.
2: It's hmm. <laughs> an interesting point.
1: Mm-hmm. That might not be the same thing. Who I think is the best candidate for myself, for my the best for my spiritual growth, mm-hmm. might not be the same for who is best for Memorial Presbyterian Church.
2: That's quite big of you. People <laughs> <laughs> get a little too caught up in their own personal feelings, right? Yeah,
1: but like, but that, I, I, and like, I think that's kind of what kind of. Sp- Spirit this topic because I'm kind of like someone could just be good for a certain church and some a, a culture of how they move could be sp- specific for mm-hmm. a certain church, but I don't think that we I think we have to as um, as Christians have to shy away from um trying to judge someone's holy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> based mm-hmm. off of it mm-hmm. I don't think we have any place in <laughs> no that. we don't no. but it ha- but it happens all the time yeah sadly and sometimes we might even do it subconsciously just mm-hmm. like. Like, because we don't feel something, that means that nothing's Mm -hmm. there. But it's not about us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If we don't feel nothing, it's fine. Like,
2: Mm -hmm. there are so many times you're like, you know, someone else might really feel a sermon, and it might fall flat for you. Right. Then that sermon wasn't for you. Correct. And and that's just real. Correct. That's just how it is. Because, I mean, in reality, like, in a church
0: of, if there are 300 people sitting in 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 a congregation on a Sunday, it's impossible that that one preacher is going to make a deep impact on every single human being that's in the building every Two, Sunday every Sunday like 200 people may get it the other hundred might be like I don't even know what they was talking about yeah and that I don't nothing yeah. about that relates to me
1: because if, if you go by my um my stance before like um spirit is it's spiritual emotional physical and everything that emotion a lot of times comes from culturally what you've done before and it, come, mm-hmm. it comes through like history. Mm-hmm. So certain people might have gone through certain things and went through everything, so they hit some different from what they went through. Yeah. But I have went through certain th- the same things that will hit me if, uh, that way. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna if we if you're using all three, so right. Because I I I think some people believe that like if a sermon is a certain way that everybody should get it.
3: <laughs> no. no. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I don't believe I don't, in cookie cutter sermons. No. Yeah. No. I, I don't believe there's no. one sermon
1: that everybody will get unless yeah. it's of course it's Jesus, but. he's a different kind of preacher yeah but but correct but yeah but like but like outside of that i don't think that um yeah because like even like in the bible they had different churches yeah and they all had different ways they worship and And like and i don't think i think they were all
3: yeah
0: like a lot of these churches in the bible were in houses like they weren't Mm -hmm. actual like physical buildings like what we go to today so to kind of go back to what you started with i always find it interesting that a lot of us decide what we think is a real church or what we think is a spirit filled place based on how we feel on how Mm -hmm. we feel something should look like all the churches I've ever been to in my life. Like as a regular member were very traditional. They had a pulpit area. Mm -hmm. They had pews. Um, Some of them had cushions that you could like kneel down on. Um, Even you got down on your knees to pray. Like I've gone to some where it's interlocking chairs. Like I've gone to different types of, 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 venues to to have a worship experience and I think that you know we get so, we get caught up on the wrong things because it's like one minute where like where two or three are gathered in his in his mm-hmm. name there he is but not if they have folding chairs instead of pews he's not there he's nope. not there then nope. he's he's not there if they don't have like a full band and the whole like he's not there. like I just get confused about about um, how we decide to nitpick where where a real church is or what a real church looks like and what a real quote unquote church experience looks like based on physical things like so many of these churches that are now mega churches or whatever today started in someone's living room yeah and that was very much a holy ghost filled church experience. So, how do we move from that to then deciding if it doesn't look like this then it's not church?
1: Correct. And like and like some people don't like mega churches. Mm-hmm. Some people do. And You're like Not for me. I've been to a few. I correct. can't. It's too Not for me, but I, I think it is for some people. Like what I what I what I um my sister used to go to mega church. Mm-hmm. And like what she That's was, what they
0: got down in Georgia. Do they even have regular churches? Like sure I feel I'm like sure. down there it's just I'm sure it's like, like I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure
1: they do. Yeah. But um but I I think that um <laughs> But I think the mega churches they usually prosper with the ministries. The ministries are like the small churches. Yeah, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. That's usually how they prosper. That, that's how you get, like people get interactive. But people don't like that, mm-hmm. which is fine. And I think I think they have a place. Mm-hmm. Small churches have a place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they all have a place. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I think as long as you hit those certain categories that are important, that the Bible says, make sure you hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of certain things that are yeah, important. Yeah. these basics. But. Yeah. Yeah. I think once you hit those certain bases, I think. I think churches should have a Bible study. <laughs> I think yeah, absolutely. should have yeah. absolutely some form from outreach. I think should some like like they should have certain things. Right.
2: I think the the key also to diversity is that like you're never going to have a church where the preacher can always hit on everyone's needs. Mm-hmm. Correct. But I think that's the importance of the ministries. Mm-hmm. What I loved about MPC when I was looking into a new church was that you guys have ministries for everything. Yeah. like this was the first church I saw that had like married couple ministry. So, mm-hmm. oh great, I'm a newlywed. That works for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, f-
1: the, f- the funny thing is, like we um we went to some other churches and we realized that Memorial has only a small amount of ministries. <laughs> no, like
0: Alan a Like, what? yo, it's ODD amount no, like of
1: ministries. We, like, we were like, oh, we, we out here just skimpy with our ministry. Yeah, like, we just base <laughs> right. model. We don't
0: even have nothing over there.
1: Compared,
0: compared to, but like,
1: again. They, they have like a whole South Carolina ministry of, yeah. of people who went to South Carolina and they like, they meet every like, every oh. year. Yeah, or
0: people who are originally from there. Like, they just formed a group and like, that's their But connection. you know what? That's great.
2: Yeah. That's great. I'm just
1: to say, it's like, it's, it's just, but, but that's for them. But
0: I think yeah. I think size wise, it makes a lot of Correct. sense because yeah. that is a huge church. They have three services, and I've been a few mm-hmm. times, and it's like easily what six or seven hundred people in the building every Mm-mm. service. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's humongous. So you have to have these like common ground type of ministries so that people yeah. can really build a connection. Because to me, I, I can't like visiting a church like that is fun, but for me, I don't know how I would feel as a member if I would feel like connected to. Like the pastoral staff in that, mm-hmm. in the way that I'm accustomed to being at a church that's a little more intimate.
1: Because I in remember even when we went to the young adult um service that they had on the Friday, to see that it was great. It was that but but it was a lot. It was, it was yeah. a lot. Of people. It, was, it was like the size of a memorial service. Yeah. it was just young adults. Yeah, oh,
0: it's a lot. It was a lot, <laughs> a lot of them. Because a lot of the young adults that live in Queens, honestly, go go there. to that church. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of, and I've met a lot of young adults over, like. Like people I know from high school, because I went to high school in Queens, they go to Allen. Um, people that I've met at work and stuff like that that live in Queens, like that's where they go. Yeah. Allen is
2: Allen is the spot. Yeah. So yeah. it's a lot of them. I women have there. A, a few sorority sisters. Shout out Delta Sigma Theta, Sorority Incorporated. But yes, you of them. I thought you were going to give me one of the, one of the calls. No, but you can't no, we are me. not. Okay. We I was not. waiting for it. We are not. I was not. waiting for it. I was, no, it. I was like, okay, gonna. all right, she's going to, okay. Mm-mm, no, ma'am. Okay, all right, all right. Um. <laughs> but, you know, back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta it's tell you, funny. by the time she did
0: that to get somebody's attention, we'll talk about Shush. that afterwards.
2: I don't need your hater. I don't. I need your you. You've been hating over there the whole time, though. Sora needed my attention. Mm-hmm. I called out to her. Leave me like, alone. Did she just... I sure did. Leave me alone. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. And <laughs> I was like, was she should. Just... You did. Just... Did you just? Yes, I did. Because I thought I heard
0: it. But then I was like, that's not what it was. It was low. It was low. It was
2: like it was like on the wavelength that me and my sword see, so she, that she needed. They see that's each other. That's it. <laughs> they see each other. My sore needed me. Boom. Anywho. Um, it's funny because like on a national level, you're seeing this because the Methodist church is talking about splitting mm-hmm. because, you no, I'm not, I, I wasn't in Louisiana. I did see that. Tell me more. No. So, um, see, this is why we bring, we bring guests. They bring ha! content. <laughs> News. Um, so I, I thought that was like dovetailing. I was waiting for you to drop it, but, um, they are going through some issues, particularly about the LGBT community and uh-huh. whether or not they're willing to accept openly LGBTQIA clergy Mm -hmm. and whether they're willing to accept um, the concept of LGBTQ lifestyles within their churches Mm -hmm. so they recently had like a national convention and the position that's now been brought up is that like they're just going to split and you're going to have one sect that's the traditional Methodist Mm -hmm. that's just not having any LGBTQ business and the rest can do whatever they want
0: interesting interesting I thought the Methodists had already figured this out, only because no. like the the Presbyterians had been going back and forth about this. Like when I first started coming to Memorial, mm-hmm. um, what was that like two thousand nine, two thousand ten? Maybe that was like a conversation that was being had, and they made a decision mm-hmm. back then. At that point, so I thought that the the Presbyterians were sort of the last of the party on that conversation. No, no, we we're, prob- were probably the first. <laughs> no, we're actually really progressive. <laughs> okay, yeah, we pro- probably, we're probably the, first. the first to get to that conversation. I okay, see.
2: very progressive. Okay, I remember right. when that decision came down. Um, a young lady also happened to be Haitian. Her father wouldn't let her keep going to the church anymore because, like, he was opposed to the fact that, you know, Presbyterian Church was, like, acknowledging marriages between two people rather than man and woman. I was just like, I didn't realize it was that deep for you, but okay. Because like, to me, I, we, we can talk about this a little another time, but to me, I'm just like...
0: The way—even when it was brought up at our church, like, some of the people who were, like, making comments about it, I was just like, but you know that that's never going to happen here, right? <laughs> like, that's never going to be a reality in this particular congregation because this particular congregation is made up of Old West Indians. So it's 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 a thing that the denomination is doing, and in theory, we can't discriminate against people of the LGBTQIA community because our denomination says XYZ. But the 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 plausibility of that being something that you have to actually deal with in the context of our of our congregation in and of itself is so minimal. Like I don't even understand what you're talking about. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. I just but the way Everybody people were acting like people were getting ready to like and then divest and then, from the from the denomination. I was just yeah, like they're, they're ready. Yeah. I everyone like, has their thing. I was like guys. It's, 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 not, it's not a it's not a plausible thing that I see happening in this particular congregation anytime in the near future.
1: And and a lot of their <sighs> we're not gonna it because <laughs> like what they were saying, I was like, just, yo, yeah.
0: like there was something that somebody said one time, and it must have took me like three months to get it. I said, to my, I said, wait a minute, <laughs> because it didn't make any sense to me. It didn't connect to anything, and I was like, what are they talking about? And yeah. then one day, you know, sometimes you know, sometimes you just be in the shower. Just just thinking about what to say to church that one day. And then dots connect. I said, wait a minute.
2: (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. mm -mm. In my last church, I did Sunday school. Mm. I I don't think I'll ever do that again. It was so stressful because parents in church are so oblivious as to what actually goes on in their children's lives. All the time. And they, for some reason, think that any little thing that you as their Sunday school teacher do or say will poison their child <laughs> and you will now introduce these evils like excuse me you think your child will know about sex i'm, I'm like mean, your baby go to school
0: with other children who don't go to church maybe what? like or do or other like your baby goes to school with other kids who have different belief systems and practices like nothing like i'm sorry
2: the best a-
1: the best place to learn that probably is church honestly. Yeah. yeah but people don't put that together
2: Mm, fair, fair, especially if you, know, you want to raise your child and in mm. a way of having a healthy sexual relationship within the lens of Christianity, I agree. But I remember one time one of the kids asked me about sexual morality, and I said, that's a question for your parent. I'm like, wait, what, well, can you tell me? That's a question for your parent. uh uh-uh. Plead the fifth. No, your mom ain't coming into <laughs> my house. Nope, <laughs> she ain't calling me. She ain't <laughs> pulling up to my crib. I'm not having none of that. Talking about how I done taught your daughter to be. Nope, 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 nope. Fifth, go to your mama. <laughs> that's it. And that's, yep, that's it. That was the one thing I was like, nope, go to your parent. Anything else, we would go into the text. Like, well, where do you think this started from? And we look at the text and we talk about it and all that stuff. Sex? nope.
1: Mm-mm. On the flip side, um, our friend Jason Lee, he used to actually do that all the time. He used to talk about sex all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. He's brave. Yeah. yeah. What, what, how mean, old? He...
1: Um, I think it was...
2: like. Like teen, like yeah, thirteen teens. and on, and up. Hmm.
1: yeah, he's talk about them with the um with the boys, yeah, all the time.
2: Oh no, I had mixed. Oh, okay, my Sunday school was all the children from ages eleven to seventeen. Okay,
1: actually, I'll, I'll be honest that that has happened before. We had a youth retreat. That I was I think, the last youth retreat I remember. Way um, back when, G- Gabby actually um had a conversation with the girls about oh, that. Gabby. Mm-hmm um it's with the girls about it and someone we had a conversation with the boys about it mm. during the youth retreat and those were like kids ages like eight to like four eight to fourteen something like that mm. it was interesting because <laughs> i just remember some comments it was hilarious um because like the girls was like yeah we got we need the guy that boy to have swag <laughs> and like and like and like i think the girls was like yeah but like I don't I don't know if he really wants me and everything. And I remember a boy stood up and he was like ten. He was like, "Yo, but like it's not even trying to be that serious." I'm like ten. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like, like I'm ten sis. He's like I'm not trying to be that serious. Like I'm only ten years old. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be that. serious. I'm not trying to get, <laughs> get
2: married. Like I'm no. just. <laughs> I'm just not I'm for just nothing. Saying. This is why it's I, I like don't in the think like children at age don't got no business dating. What are you doing? Where are you gonna go on a date? The sandbox? Like what are you gonna do? Not the same, but yeah. like seriously, like children that age is to... too complicated. Like dating, us adults mm. can't figure it out and we screw it up every day. That,
1: that, oh, yeah. that's why I said that's why I saw, thought that kid was hilarious. Okay, he was like, Listen, I don't know why you trying to be so serious Listen, right now. I'm, I'm 10. I'm what, 10. What, what, are, what am I focusing on?
0: Yeah, why? I, got, I got my years. Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got a <laughs> lifetime ahead of me. And <laughs> not for nothing,
2: people love rushing that stuff on little kids. Like, I and look, I have no problem admitting that sometimes I'm particular. But with my son, I can't stand when grown women be like, oh, he's flirting. Oh, that's my little I, boyfriend. I hate it. I hate it. No, is that's you your friend. Stop get. sexualizing my child. I hate he's it. He's not even two. Right. Stop it. it. Like, that I is
0: gross. That's gross.
1: I hate it when they say um, the little boy's a lady killer. I yes. Hate it. I hate it. No.
2: And I hate down it. to clothing. We had a shirt somebody gave my son. And it was like, um, stop looking at me. It's not my fault I stole your girl or something. I was like, no what oh no, and then no. there was another one someone gave me it was like um pick me up i love older women i was like so then I, I pointed it out and it's funny like me and my brother we have children around the same age so i pointed it out to him and he was like you know at first it was a little like slow on the take Then i was like all right look you got a daughter what if your daughter had a shirt that says yeah pick me up i love older men he's like nah i'm like oh you got a real jamaican never that like oh very aggressive oh and so i was like Look at it in that lens. What are you teaching children? It's like sad. you're 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 projecting this image and this discussion you're, on them. That you
1: you're you're like when they do that to boys, you're projecting. Um, they're creating toxic men. Yes, <laughs> they're, they're toxic masculinity in a bottle. They're here cre- they're creating yes. it from the beginning for you, sir.
2: Yes, it's serving it up.
1: Also, I do. I'm sorry for using it. I'm always giving up the word toxic for 2020, and I'm I'm sorry.
2: Well, nobody knew that. <laughs> I, knew that. I don't, I don't want to use it. I knew. It. I knew it. I think toxic is overused.
0: Correct.
3: Oh yeah, and that's what toxic we, is. We need different words. Overused and misused.
0: Oh, let's, let's get our. Th-
3: <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom,
2: boom. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> You're making Wait, fun of my slight. Do you guys effect. you watch Bubble Guppies? Yeah, okay, yes. So you know the episode when um, Dima wanted to be nasty, it was dirty Dima, and it, it was um. Oh, they they had a whole episode about hygiene and then like in the make- I, I didn't see that one. So it was an episode about hygiene. Clearly, I'm a parent a toddler, right? All up in this stuff. My son is addicted to bubble guppies too. And it was an episode about hygiene, and um, they go into this fairy tale land, and Dima, the the little curly haired one, mm-hmm. she was just dirty, and she didn't want to wash, so she expelled all the soap and all that stuff out of the kingdom. So everybody was dirty because of her. And so the little bubble guppies come up in a new town and they sell soap. And Dima's like, nah, cut that out. And then there was like this, these two knights that tried to rescue all of the soap because Dirty Dima took all the soap out of the kingdom and she turned them into little nasty goblins and so whenever they came on the scene they would go so when we did that I was like oh we're like uh, the the foul creatures (laughs) I thought this was going somewhere no no I Um,
1: I remember we used to watch Bubble Gobblies but um, Avery in the beginning I just want to talk about I might put it on here that outside song, slaps. Like
2: outside, yo. <laughs> Me and Michael, we'd be like, outside, outside. What? You get that soul clap to outside. Michael, that, no. That outside he song. He knows what time it is. Slaps. That's outside. That's, that's fine. That's fine.
3: That's fine.
2: I'm not sure how we got here again. Okay. Um, we'll move on. move on. Yes. What were we saying? I don't even know. We, we, we were talking about diversity, United Methodist Church. Yes, that's where we And we going on. down the I used to go to United Methodist
0: Church. Well, I, before. Yeah. I, they weren't very. I, I went
1: to AME a few times.
0: Okay. Yeah, United Methodist. I used to go to a United Methodist before I went to Memorial. Um, hmm. Interesting. I, they've been having this conversation for a long time. It,
2: Correct. Actually, like, New York Times just reported on this, I want to say, past couple of days, not a week. Okay. You know what else? Since we want to go messing around with, like, Iran and stuff, that probably got overshadowed. Um, yeah, valid. I, I, I can understand how that, you know, got on the back burner. No longer facts. Facts. in the facts forefront of the American uh, concept. Right. But, yes. Facts.
3: No, no. Yeah. But
0: I I think that you know, um, when it comes to our churches, like I think we have to be realistic about the scope of what we can and can't do as well in the in the in the context of where we are. Because I think a lot of churches like they mean well and they want to like g- do all these different things. And I know the Bible says go out into the world and you know teach the nations and all that jazz. All that. But um, sometimes may- maybe that ain't what God wants you to do. At this particular time. Maybe God mean? wants you to like to me I feel like and and this might be um foolish and I'm fine with being foolish. Mm. Um, but for me, I feel like a lot of times a church gets established, it gets some members, it gets the mm-hmm. ministries, mm-hmm. it starts doing something, and then it's like, let's go here, let's go there, let's go yeah. and it's like you're not taking the time to Oh, you mean you
1: mean like it's 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 just not getting enough um uh roots yes okay we just have the same thing yeah yeah you you still do it it's just time
0: yeah it's just Mm -hmm. time and it's just like i think even for churches that have been established for a little while they've been around for you know decades centuries even i think there has to come a point where you need to kind of do some inward reflection again before you try to like go out and like do your expansions and like because that's the thing that i see a lot of like churches in the south doing like okay i have this campus over here let me expand and go Mm -hmm. start another campus over here let me go do this let me go do that and it's just like but have you sort of cultivated in the right way the foundation of what this is so that when you take it someplace else it's not a mess yeah because i feel like sometimes that 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 happens it's like we want to we're so excited to like go out and like and I'm not saying don't do outreach, don't try to like help I, I think, out in the community. I, that that, I
1: know why that happens.
0: I, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying hmm. like to me, I feel some type of way about, you know, these expansion plans that people have when it's like, but the actual like base y'all got right now needs a lot of work. Like, what are you expanding that same dysfunction and stuff that needs to be worked on to another place? For what? Like to me I don't feel like that's that's excellence in ministry. What, so wh- why why don't you just hold, take a moment, pump the brakes a little bit, evaluate what's happening in this realm before you decide to take that brand of whatever it is you're doing over here, to other unsuspecting people who don't know how messy this is over here.
1: I I I think that comes down to, um, people not understanding business, hmm. and not understanding that the church is a business in general. Because if you understand church is a, a business profit but a business, but it's still business. business. Yep. and when you think when you think of churches as churches for business, that means that you need to have a organizational structure. You need to have a model. <laughs> you need to have things laid out of how things operate piece by piece before you can expand, because that's the only way you can expand and make it effective. Because then, if you don't do that, people have no guide point to come back to it. So, if you don't have a book of order, because like you might your your denomination might not do one if you try to expand from your church to say you're an offshoot of this church you need a book of order now mm-hmm. yeah. because you need an order to say like this is how we operate under this umbrella
2: mm-hmm. some bylaw or something something correct
1: but like yeah. th- but that, that that's a very business like structure and a lot of times people try to spirit away the business part come on somebody come on. <laughs> you, the business portion literally you just took it right out of my mind. <laughs> yeah i was like tra- that's it. i
2: was i was gearing that's up it. i was like mm. they're, they're
1: trying to spirit away it. they're like like no but
2: Spirit the Spirit church. church. The Spirit I was like, spirit. great. Well, all right. But you might cool, want to
1: take but... a business class or two also. Yes. <laughs> just, you know, just take one. And
2: a that's the problem. Like, you have individuals who are in high positions, decision-making positions in church and have no idea how to manage something. And so then they literally run it John into the Gray. ground.
3: You guys yeah. are talking about a that's
2: pastor? Is that yeah, the yeah, yeah, the yeah, what you Yeah. You guys are talking about it. I was like, hmm, yeah. Yes, y'all said that story? I was like, this is foolish. Yeah. Who, who just takes on some building and not with understand, staff and not understand business I was like, right foolish. I'm like
0: huh and then huh. like the story has gotten even deeper with that which is what made me say which is what made me bring up you know cleaning up whatever's going on on the realm before you decide you want to expand because the the, the the main church that um, John Gray's church was an offshoot of they have had some issues with like the pastors with financial stuff like so, their house so, hasn't been so cleaned all the way so that part has been an issue before so yeah. it just carried oh, yeah. over so yeah. it just carried yeah. over to what John yeah. Gray is in now Yeah, like and they have filed to be evicted by the way like the courts oh. like, legal I'm, I'm telling you ever
1: since I've the spirit
2: didn't stop that the spirit didn't stop that the that's oh, no. why that's I said I've, the, ever the since business I, said y'all got to go
1: that's why I said ever since someone told me oh, I forgot who to told it to me about the spirit physical emotional I've been mm-hmm. using that for everything and everything makes sense now of why things don't work because they're not using all three yeah because they're spirit. like, like spirit. I'm like, yeah, but also, but, but logically, it doesn't make sense.
2: Right? Let's do logically. Yeah. yeah, you can have bylaws. You can have book of order. You can have all that stuff written down. If you don't have people who understand and respect those things, then it's for naught. That's but that, that's but, also but, that, true. But,
1: but that still applies to bylaws of how things are hired. Oh, how yeah. people hire. Like it yeah. still like, goes for example. You'll, you'll have
2: people like, oh yeah, I know that says that in the bylaws or whatever. But like, I just wanted to do this. Right. You know, or you'll have structures already set in place, and they'll say like. Well, I was just thinking of this. Like, I didn't want to make it a big deal. No, 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 ma'am. It's always but, a big but, deal. But that
1: always go. That goes into why um, family businesses are have issues in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's about family businesses have mm-hmm. problems expanding in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's the same concept. Yeah, because a lot of churches are family businesses. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a good point. So, I've never thought
2: about that. I like, I like that a lot. That. A lot of churches so are family. Smart. I like it.
1: Yeah, don't do that. You are.
0: What do you mean? <laughs> you don't want me to like celebrate you? You can celebrate me it's on fine.
1: your podcast.
2: It's fine. It's yeah. your podcast. But it's,
0: it's our podcast, but, like, it's... I'm speaking about in the context, this is you. You're so smart.
2: BC does. So, everybody who's seen this before on the podcast, it's so different in person. This <laughs> 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 is hilarious. <laughs> <Marcus> I'm <Brian. laughs> over here just like,
3: mm, church. <laughs> <laughs>
1: church. Church businesses are family businesses. A lot of times. And that's why mm-hmm. a lot of family businesses are very bad at expanding because a lot of times we're just, um... We're just hiring people because they're a family. Yes. And everything. They're not really might have the skill set, but we want them to have this position mm-hmm. and everything because we yeah. know them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think a lot of times when we try to expand on that, like now we're like as a fix, now you gotta factor in what are the skill sets I actually wanna wanna have. Yeah. We don't know because our, our family we don't know what our family skill set actually yeah. was. Right. They just figured it out. And <laughs> then
2: they also want to make business decisions based on just like their feelings and after. I remember I was at a church event, and one individual they were talking about like pastoral salaries. One individual stood up and was like, "You know, well, I think that the pastor should be compensated more because like he's a good person."
1: Correct, and and and, and it comes to emotion, and that's why I said it comes nothing
2: to-, to do with like the business of this. Like, correct, have they been you know satisfying but, the requirements of pastor? Have they been doing this job well?
1: People have people have done that at our church during the business meetings, and we're we kind of like people will say certain things like, "Yeah, but they do all the stuff like great." Mm-hmm. What, let's, let's talk about process let's talk mm-hmm. about what what makes
2: sense mm-hmm. and then when and, like, you start bringing all that secular stuff in then you know what the spirit isn't in you correct and right, and it's like, which
1: okay. which goes back to <laughs> the whole concept we were talking about in the first place it's just mm-hmm. like we're so quick to like point out what spirit is in certain yeah. people mm-hmm. a yeah. lot of times mm-hmm. And like, well,
2: like who are we to try to designate who is spirit filled and who is not spirit filled right.
1: yeah we, we're we're very we're very quick to do that with like across the board with a lot of people we yeah. do that with um pastors we do that with music artists we do, we do we're very quick to like
3: mm-hmm.
1: put that on a lot of people mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah and like try because like we're constantly trying to figure out how spirit-led somebody is right
3: mm-hmm.
1: and, and the bottom
0: no, line is you don't know their life you don't no. know you don't know their walk with god you don't know what their relationship is Mm-mm. and you know you're just using
1: your own context based of your view of them right. but you don't know you don't know them 24 7 all yeah. you know is when you've seen them
0: exactly exactly And I think, you know, ultimately, you know, I think God has a purpose for every church that exists. Um, Every person that's part of those churches has certain gifts and talents and things that they bring to the table to to give that church its own unique identity. But I I, I think that
1: just just Mm -hmm. it's just like friendships. Yeah. It might just be for a moment, a season or a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Um, And And we as Christians, we also need to make sure that we aren't creating unnecessary stumbling blocks for people. Mm -hmm. So I remember Paul, he had to call out the church that was um, the offshoot church that was based on people who had converted. Because Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you have individuals talking about, oh, you can't be Christians because you need to follow the laws of the Jews first. So that means all you need to be circumcised. Wait, no. Who
3: said that? Who
2: said that? Exactly. (laughs) And so then Paul had to sit down and write this letter. You know, one of the books of the Bible. And then you have to have this really stern discussion with people about how like, you guys are getting all caught up in the law and telling people that you need to follow the law in this way first before you can become a Christian. But if it was only about the law, then Jesus wouldn't have died for us. So in that same vein, you can't sit here and focus on like pomp and circumstance. Like, you know what, we need to make sure you have pews. You need to make sure you have this and that and that for it to be spirit-filled enough for it to be a Christian establishment. I I can't
1: think of the chapter, but it's one chapter that I constantly— um, think about all the time where they talk about um, there were people, and the disciples came to Jesus was saying, Hey, these people are doing a bunch of things in your name, but they're not of us. Oh, yeah. And they're like, Oh, they doing all this things. Why are they doing all these things and everything? And it happened like, twice. And Jesus was like, But they're doing our name. Don't worry yeah. about it.
2: At mm-hmm. the end of the day, they're casting out demons. Yeah, right. like, so but, why are you mad about them casting out demons? Because
1: they're not doing it the way you want them to do it. Like, yeah.
3: Like, worry about yourself. Yeah. Worry about yourself.
1: So,
2: yeah. But, um, Anything else on this topic before yeah. we move on?
3: No,
0: I just, I just, I just, I just, think people just need to Luke
2: nine
0: forty nine. Like, where mm-hmm. about yourself? And, and about Mark your nine
2: thirty eight. Yes.
0: Okay. Let's not be toxic in Christianity <laughs> in twenty twenty.
2: Don't, don't, don't. Let's not be toxic. I'm sorry, Mark. I'm sorry. Why I are you laughed. looking at me like that? I'm sorry. No, that was you too laughed. funny. You stand, stand like, firm in what you did. No.
0: Yes, there is no room for toxicity in um, in Christendom in 2020. We've got to do better as a community. We all believe the same things; we just might practice them a little bit differently. Uh, <laughs> but at the end of,
3: okay, you
0: no, know <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I'm done. It's over. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> over. I'm She's done. over here trying nope. to have her
2: Jerry Springer <laughs> nope. moment I'm of done. the day nope. at the end. I'm done.
0: There won't be toxicity over here in this marriage either. <laughs> You going to stop touching Mark. What is the matter with you? Lord have mercy. You try to be serious. Let's not <laughs> fight.
3: Let's
0: not fight.
3: I want to be left alone.
0: That's, that's what I actually want. That's what I want. Can I make a New Year's resolution to be left alone? Because that's okay. that's what I want. That's what that's I want. fair. That's fair. Because this is a very this a very toxic environment. <laughs> I feel very attached. I'm over it. I'm out this
1: is okay so um let's move on
0: (laughs) trying to have a serious moment and here comes mark (laughs) whatever let's move on all right
1: what do Um, we got next well you have the docket
0: i do have the docket see if you were worrying about the docket instead of trying to chop me we would have been fine um next up music spotlight um so this week i want to music
1: spotlight (laughs) yeah yeah. <laughs> Music spotlight. Come on with it,
2: Chris and so you going to keep up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: How do you have to like p- 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 point our face down when you go low notes? Why is that always a thing? I don't know. You're like, Brr. Like, we have to do that every time.
2: I, I'm also manufacturing it. Like, my voice ain't that deep, so I got to, like, yeah, I gotta yeah. pull my face down <laughs> oh, Like it's just yeah. like yeah, It's, it's like you get, <laughs> there, you get there Like when you like yeah. lean down I get on my nerves It's like the complete opposite Of like the Mariah Carey effect With yeah. her and the finger Yeah You gotta, you gotta point to you the, gotta the gotta note Before to you get down
1: you gotta, Cause you gotta point to the note Before you get to it mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So you can
0: point with your lips You gotta you go to know down. where you're going You gotta know where you're going Mm-hmm. 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 Facts of Life. So the um, artist I would like to highlight this week is um, Avery Wilson. Avery Wilson. Yes. He's a boy. Hmm. Um, He's a boy Avery. Um, this is the
1: second Avery we've had in the movie. We did Avery Sunshine before, didn't we? Did, yes. we, make it up?
0: N- n- did we? I don't know. Maybe
1: we did. I gotcha. If we did yeah. it, we can do it next week. Just yeah. because, because you know, Avery. I, I, I said it now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, but yes, Avery Wilson. He is 24 years old. I didn't realize he was that young. He's an amazing vocalist. He's a really, really great singer. Um, I think I actually ended up. He he was a contestant on season three of The Voice, like a thousand years ago. I don't think he won, but he was on on The Voice, and he's since gone on to like record his own songs um, he was I think on RCA records at some point not sure if that's still a thing um, but uh, he just has a very very amazing voice and they feature him a lot on um, the Instagram page they have the range hmm. um, if, you're yeah. a, if you're a singer or you just enjoy singing in general they, they have the range is yeah. an amazing um, Instagram page to follow because they post like clips of different people like just slaying life and they've posted video of him um recently which made me think of him and he was singing uh i can't remember what song it was but i'm going to try to play it right now Yes, but he sings down. Excuse um, me. This is um, this is a. Uh, they have this thing called Taco Tuesdays in um, L.A. Um, where it's like a kind of like a singer's open mic cafe type of thing. There's this guy named Stevie Mackey. He's like a vocal coach. Um, if anybody ever watched um, that Chasing Destiny show that Kelly Rowland was doing when she was trying to find a girl mm. band yeah. on. Um, BET a couple years ago, he was one of the people that was a vocal coach, and apparently he's a vocal coach for a lot of um, singers um, of that, that are out today, and so he hosts this uh, Taco Tuesday thing, and all these singers come and sing, so it's like Avery Wilson has been there, JoJo has been there, and they just sing down, and this is just basically like a jam session, and if you heard the choir in the background, those are all singers who are in the room, and they just jump in and sing the background vocals in their parts, it's like
1: it's, it's, it's similar to, I guess, that thing we went with um, Pete in Brooklyn.
0: Oh, um, Village Underground. Yeah. Yeah, it's kinda like a village underground kind of vibe. I forgot about that place. That's in that's in the city. Um, but yeah, it's a it kind is. of a, a village is. underground kind of vibe. But yes, I was listening to Avery Wilson singing and I was like, Yes, God, that boy sings. I remember I saw him when we went to um uh a free concert in Central Park a couple years ago to see Jasmine Sullivan, who also can sing her face off in my opinion. And I and he was one of the openers. I was like, Yeah. So um, get into him um, Go find him on the YouTubes He be singing It'll bless you Truly Honestly
1: Music honestly. spot
3: Light
0: Music spot Light Excuse me Listen y'all said jump in So I did Word Yes God be singing And let's go and let's go on to the other things that we want to talk about here today. I don't know what number one is.
1: That's from last week.
0: Okay, so we'll just delete that one. Move it on. Yes. Cool. I was like,
2: oh, that's gonna be odd for me to be a part of that. Right. I was like, I don't know what that's. Oh. Uh, okay.
3: That's from last week. Yeah. That's from last week. So we were gonna
1: do that last week, but then we didn't do it. Last
0: we never week. got to it. Maybe we'll get to it one these days. Maybe like around Valentine's Day or something, we'll talk about it.
2: We'll see. Aww. You. I love Jones episode.
0: Love I hate Jones. That movie, by the
2: way. Can't stand it. Burning Love passion
0: You don't like it either? Yes, <laughs> God. We hear. No, we hear. Because African movie. Americans be trying to Can convince I? me that that movie is no. bomb, and I don't no. see no. it for that no. movie. It, do,
1: it does have bad poems.
0: Oh, my God. Oh. And I went to the
2: store Love to buy I...
0: some water. Really, really made
2: so much difficult.
1: I hate poet to
2: spit like
3: this. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm like okay. They make college so difficult I because then
2: every <laughs> every fool, come Valentine's Day. It was the Love Jones Valentine's Day thing. It was, we we had a, a Love Jones thing at on I our campus. I think we had one at the church. No, it was on campus. And then they like took over the regular cafe, turned down the lights, and made people's ears bleed. It's horrid. <sighs> no, ma'am. You know what other black movie I don't like? But we gotta
0: talk about that like another day. Um, that people swear is it. But love I'm like Jones? No, not Love Jones. No, I love Jones. Um, love, love basketball. I don't say for that yeah. 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 movie at I'm all. I can't it, say love no. basketball either. Can't nope. see this. This why I vibed nope. with Michaela Can't. because Can't. I did not see it for that movie. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Yes. So, um, 2020 laws.
1: 2020 laws. Um. So somebody, some do 2020, 2020 laws. or
3: no? <coughs> no.
1: It's 2020 laws in okay. New York State that okay. has passed in 2020. Okay. Uh, number one is a big law, um, the cash bail reform, um, in, in which um, for all nonviolent offenses, cash bail has been disbanded. I guess so, like, because the problem was is that people who didn't have the money were just kept in jail um, before, while waiting for the court date because they couldn't pay cash bail, which meant that only people who didn't have money <laughs> were the people who were kept in jail. Mm-hmm. It's not because their crimes were worse. It's just they—and because they were kept in jail, it was hard for them to get the representation they needed and stuff like that because they couldn't go out and get it because mm-hmm. they were in jail. Yes, um. So they took so that they out. Lost
0: their jobs.
1: Yeah. A lot. Yeah, lost a lot and, and that was a big thing. Also, a lot, people a lot of people lost their jobs. They lost their life. Basically, lost their apartment. A lot of times that would happen because they didn't have the money for cash bail. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember um, speaking on this. I remember they were talking about. I forgot what country it was, but one country, the cash bail was based off of the how much income the person had, mm-hmm. which was I guess. I, I guess interesting. It's an interesting way because it cause, because um, ten thousand dollars will hurt one person one way but not hurt another person another way Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like if it's based off income at least it will hurt them I guess that was that was the problem at least like it it, it will equally be effective to each person based off the crime they have.
2: there's other aspects of that um the other aspect is discovery um come on lawyer (laughs) 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 we can put my government out there (laughs) you did not tell the people that's what you did I I, I said civil rights litigator read between the lines um (laughs) So you have the, <laughs> there's, there's discovery and there's also um, 30-30 changes. So 30-30 is, um, so, uh, it's a criminal rule where, in, in gist, it's that, so you have to have your case adjudicated in a fast way. So speedy trial, Correct. right? You have speedy trial rights. And there used to be certain rules on how you used to add up the days. And some of those rules have changed. Okay so that you know you are so as a defendant you are able to have like a more fair perspective on how many days are perceived to be like the people are ready people are not ready so for example when a prosecutor comes in they have to show that they've provided all the discovery mm-hmm. and if they haven't provided all the discovery then 3030 30 kicks in and the clock starts ticking and basically they're perceived to not be ready and that means that it's going to be counted against them and then for discovery There is um, there's been a lot of issues, like, for example, um, you have in Queens, the new Queens DA, she's mentioning how before they used to make defendants give up certain rights in order to even come to the plea bargaining table. Yeah. So instead of doing that now, you have like new reforms, new things coming in. And this is all under that same concept of there were some unfair things happening to defendants. So they are now changing discovery just to make sure that people have all the discovery and they have all access to mm-hmm. the dis- discovery that the prosecution has so they can one defend themselves better two not get ambushed right there, like the day of trial. Yeah. And then the other thing three is if they decide to take a plea, they take a plea knowing exactly what kind what of the case deal. they have yeah. against them,
1: mm-hmm. which, which is like a big thing, I guess with the, um, central park, um,
2: there are many problems. Yeah, with the am just talking about. I, <laughs> yes. yeah, I, I, I'm just thinking about that. Many problems. I'm just thinking about that in terms of recent, recent mm-hmm. case, big, recent
1: big um, things that people were talking about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, correct. Um, the other big thing in New York State is now you can pre-register for voting when you're in high school, Ooh. which nice. is a big thing to get people to um, register for vote. Um, one thing like that at I, what age? Um, I think sixteen, seventeen. Okay. Um so I think, think
0: I registered to vote in high school, but I was like 18.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but 16, yeah. 17, you could 16, be registered. Now. Okay. Um, I guess trying to get more people registered. I think the only one thing that they should do, which would kind of clear up both sides of the argument, is when you register to vote, to give you an ID card for voting. Um, because that th- I I think that issue would clear up both sides of the aisle. Because well, like, you don't need an ID to vote. I know. But I'm only saying that clear both. I don't think it's necessary at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But like, uh, one one side will always say you need ID. They always worry about <laughs> voter fraud. I know it's not mm-hmm. a big thing, but yeah. I, 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 I'm I'm only saying I want say that that would clear up both because the big issue with having ID laws is basically if you don't have ID, you get to pay to vote. That's what it makes it become mm-hmm. that becomes a big thing. And but people are not understanding that. And I was like, if you want to solve the issue, then give everybody an ID card when they register to vote. That's how you solve that problem.
2: Hmm.
1: That's interesting. And okay, then, and then and then, and that that will solve the issue.
2: Okay. Oh, something that was tested out this past year was early voting. Mm-hmm. Did you guys early?
1: Yes, vote? I did not. Early I vote. did not. Early I vote. Did not early I vote. Vote. But it was it was did. It, it did happen this year. The first time New York had it, which is good
2: too. Hopefully, they keep that up. Yeah, yeah. that was, that was, that was good. very convenient for me.
1: I, I, I'm sure they did this time to prepare for next year. Yeah mess so because like because they
0: because they, 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 the the, they, <laughs> they, they, they
1: did a lot of changes like with the um, automatic they try to do a lot of things like mm-hmm. this pre- previous election cycle i, I work the election polls i'm, mm-hmm. the, I'm a chairperson, so Look they um don't do, okay. that. <laughs> and they, they, don't do what mark they, they, they re, don't, they, celebrate they, don't
0: celebrate you when you say things that are really celebration. Mark celebration not
2: like it when you big him up they, so you're gonna work on that in 2020 okay, okay how I'll you gonna tell it. that man what are you gonna work on just the hill you want to die on? No, I'm just saying.
0: Don't they, die on it. I'm just saying. Don't die on it.
1: They um and they, they raise our salaries too. Which, <laughs> they raise our salaries good too, which is also good.
0: Glory, right. I'm good. Ain't got good.
1: Um, but um, yeah, I think that uh, they try to prepare all the stuff for that. But their periods are voting that's good. Another thing, um, I guess this wasn't a thing before, which I don't know if I knew. I I don't get adopted, but before, I don't get adopted. I, I was never adopted, so I, I didn't know but um, apparently um, if you wanted to get find out look at your birth certificate you had to get consent from both parents before you can do that hmm. Um, when you were adopted but now um, from
3: your adopted parents or from no nah, biological you people, people you birth okay
1: but now both, um, at, when you're over 18 you're allowed to do that without consent from both parents I guess their reasoning was because like it was abusive and they wanted to like hide their name or something yeah. like that but now you're able to get a copy of birth certificate without consent from both parents
2: interesting so like they're not going to redact the names it's just like just there yeah
1: but like i, I guess it, it, it will make sense if, the, if both parents signed a birth certificate of course okay so i guess that um they made it so you're able to do that now in new york state hmm. interesting all right
2: well, i'm intrigued as to why they didn't before
1: um, they they say it was because like I guess if it was like an abuse case or something that they wanted people wanted to hide their name I guess whatever it was
2: okay oh like if um someone gave their child up after yeah. like a rape or something mm-hmm. okay hmm oh well, I I hope all parties involved are okay with this <laughs> in the future huh? well it, it, it
1: doesn't matter apparently anymore <laughs> <laughs> um. Speaking of, we talked about last week, um, how like I, I mentioned this over and over: Kevin Hart and Drake are the same person, and within the last two weeks, they both released doc documentaries
0: that no one asked
2: for. No, I, I <laughs> just, just want to point that out. No one asked, don't, for. I don't call requesting
1: this. So, Kevin Hart released a doc. Let's rephrase that: Do- Kevin Hart released a documentary, Drake had an interview. interview.
2: Yes,
0: neither one of us, nobody asked for it. All right,
1: and what I will say is, I guess, this past year was the roughest they've ever had it
0: hmm. and, and people get, and people not drinking their kool-aid
1: yes because they're used to being america's sweethearts mm. they're, they're used to having a certain level of okay. people loving them even if like you had people who didn't really like them but there was no one that was like really against them they're like you had, you had most people on their side mm-hmm. and i think um having that rattled um, made them feel insecure. What I've gotten from both of their um, things is that they're both insecure about where they are.
2: <laughs> it's fascinating how you can have so much money and, they're, they're, and be so, so much, accomplished, they're, they're, right. and, they're, they're, and still worry about what people so, thinking about. They're, they're so
1: insecure about losing that their place of where they are. Mm-hmm. And like me and Kristen both saw the Kevin Hart one, and and like no, and number one, I have many things to say. Number one, it was produced
2: by Kevin Hart. Oh, in-depth discovery of Kevin Hart, by Kevin Hart. Produced by Kevin Hart. Hmm. They're going to be asking the real hard questions there. (laughs) Like, you see my Willy Wonka meme right here. The hand went up and everything.
3: (laughs) Go on, just tell me more. Yes, sure.
2: It was
1: produced by Kevin Hart. They couldn't get
0: Gale? It was a heartbeat production. So,
1: like, I I saw, like, he was trying to show that, like, I'm showing you the hard thing because he Mm -hmm. showed, like, um, he mentioned the whole thing with the... uh, scandal with his wife mm-hmm. which one the one where he cheated on his because the real gag is okay he cheated on his wife publicly in the las vegas twice okay focus focus i'm, fo-
2: I'm focused no which wife because remember wife? like the most recent one oh oh that one. Also, oh, yeah. he he just did ectoplasm okay focus on that okay oh okay cool cool cool. and
1: then um he also spoke 20 focus he also spoke about like the um the whole oscars thing also
3: oh that was
1: yeah so and then he um, so I guess he was talking about, like he mentioned how he didn't handle it well and he also <coughs> talked about it what we gathered from that was number one he's a big jerk <laughs> understatement Um, but like but I, I, I think like he's a he's a he should stop drinking that's number one I think, yeah, right? yeah 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 he yeah. really should uh-huh. stop drinking yeah because yeah. every bad decision I've said he's been doing while he was drinking
0: Yes. Hmm. Yes. Okay. In the
1: middle of him drinking, he's been saying he says reckless things yes. and, and does reckless things when he's just yes.
0: yes, he should stop the alcohols. Um sure.
1: Number mm. two, I think because of his so caught up in his fame, he felt unstoppable. So that like, he felt like I can I can do this and it will brush over.
2: He
0: was feeling like Sheree Whitfield. Who
2: gonna check me, boo? Yeah. Oh, he had an OJ moment. Yeah, Everybody. because,
1: because remember, cause like remember I'm during the, the whole um, Oscars thing, he was kind of like, nah, I'm not like he thought I- I'm gonna change it around mm-hmm. and like I'm gonna do this and, but he, what he was what he didn't understand and like his um, staff was mentioning to him is, it's not just him. He's just not. It's not like it's not like someone else who's just it's just Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. and he's by himself mm-hmm. and that's it. He has heartbeat productions. He has a um, a whole like last comedy last network. network. Yeah, oh. he has things under him, everything oh. under his name. So yes. everything that you do affects, affects, affects all, these all the business under there mm-hmm. and their paycheck. Mm-hmm. So if they lose money, they lose jobs.
2: Right. Once again, this goes back to our original point about people who are in high positions of power doing dumb things and not understanding the business ripple effects. Mm-hmm. Correct. Absolutely. So
1: like, I, I, I so he wasn't understanding like how much that. What he's doing is affecting, affecting other people because you're trying to make a point, but what you're doing is affecting it. Right, like and this is the hill to die on. And I remember his public relations person was like, "Hey, you should do this." He was like, "No, I'm gonna do this."
0: Right, and it's mm. like, "No, let's not do that. Actually, <laughs> let's do something different."
1: But his PR person kept saying, "Like, no, we're gonna do this." He was like, "No, maybe maybe you should. You shouldn't do this. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't <laughs> maybe you should, you should shut
0: up." So, like, my my things with the documentary. First of all, maybe I'm a jerk. But I went into this documentary thinking we're going to talk about this accident that you had that you won't tell us anything about that we still want to know about. I've been waiting for you to discover the truth. Right. So I'm thinking, oh, the documentary is going to talk about that. No, you didn't talk about that. I'm like, all right, Kevin. Cool. Whatever. So my my main issues in this documentary were the following. One, like Mark said, Kevin Hart is an undercover alcoholic who needs to probably go to therapy slash rehab because it's alarming the amount of alcohol that was present um, every time that um, there was a scene with Kevin Um, he is an adult who will not take responsibility for his own actions Um, in the documentary this man said flat out of his mouth the reason he cheated on his wife in Vegas his 9 month pregnant wife in Las Vegas is because his friends didn't go to Vegas with him you're an adult sir a whole entire adult, you know what is right and what is wrong, and you know how how not to slip into a woman's vagina. So perhaps you can figure that out on your own oh, without so, your friends being there to tell you, hey, don't slip into that woman's vagina, Kevin. Were his
2: friends supposed to be like a body condom? Like what exactly yes, were they supposed to Yes, his friends were supposed to be
0: a body condom yeah. slash spermicide slash because, some type of barrier. Because he basically was saying
1: like how his friends he, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was going to Las Vegas and like all like one friend was married so mm. he was like I can't go I'm Yeah, the
0: fr- and it was like a very last minute trip and the friend was like nah I'm not getting in trouble with my wife trying to fool with you I'm
2: gonna
1: stay <laughs> the house so he said no one was there he was there by himself he was there by himself and he was like oh well, usually I have a friend who's attached like, to me like hey you might want to calm down
2: yeah so he doesn't have a conscience and that's so he why needs st- a Jimmy yes. Cricket
1: and that's why I said that he um, number one he should stop drinking number one right. he just does reckless things right and that yeah. means that like so like it, it makes me think different. Like when he always talks about his friends. Yeah. His friends are there to like clean up, right. clean up all his. Yeah, his he, friends are his clean up men. He's there yeah. to clean up things he does.
0: Right. Exactly. And, that doesn't sound fun. And honestly, it's like I think, and his like, and it, you look at it on the surface is like, oh, these are his friends that have been friends since he became since before he became mm-hmm. this big household name. But also, your friends are, are enablers, yeah. of what you do, mostly because they're on the payroll. A lot of his friends, like if you watch the documentary, they work for his company in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So there's a financial incentive for them to just kind of be like, okay, go along. Go yeah. along. Then there was a scene in the um, in the documentary that, again, I want to point out that none of us asked for, that him and his trainer, who was also a friend of his, were on a private plane going somewhere. It's I, I don't know if they were playing cards or whatever they were doing, but they were sitting at a table. I saw the clip of, of this then. at the
2: trailer. It was like a VH1 yeah. fight thing happening, and. Kevin is
0: clearly drunk and he's talking to the trainer and the trainer's like a big guy and he's talking to the trainer and he's saying, you know, do you own a home? Do you own a home? Like, would you be anything without me? If everything, if I were to, if something were to happen to me or if this were to all fall down today, would you have anything without me? Would you be able to survive without me? And the way he was saying it was like so condescending. And the trainer was like, bro, what do you mean? Like, I've been out here working and grinding and doing whatever. I can survive Mm -hmm. without you. And Kevin basically was like, no, you can't. No, you can't. If something happens to me or I can't do this, you're done. You're done. And so it got to the point where like the trainer got up and was like, what you want to do? And mm-hmm. so, you know, you saw it was very like um VH1. You saw like cameras mm-hmm. moving mm-hmm. and table, yeah, somehow he, table shaking. Yeah, table shaking. He shook the table. <laughs> um, but it was just I was watching that scene and I was like, Kevin is disrespectful. No. Like I like I get that he has like a kind of joking, trash talking kind of relationship with his friends, but that was like over the line. Like you were disrespecting that man as a man to his face, and basically saying that. That man can't eat if you're not around. Like, that's disrespectful.
1: And, and, and he's, he's he's a trainer who works for you.
0: And he's a trainer. Like, who works. Right, who, he works.
1: Who, who works. He has other people who train. Right,
0: you're not yeah. his only client. And I think that's what the guy was trying to say. Like, I have other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I can survive if I don't work with you anymore. And I don't know if Kevin didn't like that. But the way he came in, that dude was just, like, so aggressive and unnecessary. And I can understand if you're concerned about, oh, you know, maybe my friend isn't using the resources um appropriately maybe i want to tell them hey maybe you want to like instead of renting get you a house like i could understand having that conversation but mm-hmm. in that moment that wasn't the place to have it and Publicly. it wasn't the way to have it and then i was even more disturbed at the fact that he allowed that to be shown in the documentary i'm like do you think that that makes you look good or like is that I, your I, attempt I, to show us your humanity or something because you look like a jerk
1: correct cuz like throughout the whole thing like he keeps using this term he used the term during the whole process before like i'm not perfect i was like mm-hmm. yeah that's Fair. not, but that's that's, but that's not what we're debating. No,
0: that's not what I Nobody's debating that. And then <laughs> no, the, nobody, nobody
1: expected you to be perfect. And then no, even the no, whole thing that.
0: with the sex tape that from the cheating in Vegas on the wife, the fact that he kept trying to make it like this person who recorded him was this horrible person who was trying to extort him, and they were a disloyal friend, blah 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 blah. I'm like. Not for nothing, Kevin. The way you talk to your trainer on that plane, Mm. if that guy has been your friend for 15 years, how many times have you talked to him like that? How many times have you belittled him like that to where the point he felt like that was the way to get back at you? I understand that your feelings are hurt because that was a person you considered a friend. You didn't think they would do something like that to you, etc., etc. But, like you also have to be mindful of how you treat people well, when you so treat there people... was
2: one friend on the trip and that one friend recorded him cheated on his wife yes
0: or like somehow got access to the tape and then sent it to him like or some, I'm gonna or need so, you to pay or, me yeah, or
2: somebody
1: sent it to X, him X, Y, Z like yeah
0: like somehow he got in possession of this tape and tried to get Kevin to pay him money to make the tape disappear and Kevin felt like, oh, that's a betrayal. Da, 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 da. But then I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, I see the way you treat people, Kevin. That's what you're showing me on this documentary. Yeah. So if that man had been your friend for all those years, imagine how you, how many times did you talk to him, like how you talked to that guy on the plane? I can't say that that friend is, is out of place necessarily for trying to do something to get back at you after you've hurt them. I'm not saying that you don't have a right to feel betrayed, but like how you treat people manifests one way or another. It comes back to you. So if that's how you treat people that happening to you that's on you but the fact that he couldn't see that he what part he played in any of it or how he was responsible for how the situation took place I was just like you keep trying to make the situation about your friend extorting you or your friend's not coming with you but the fact of the matter is you went and cheated on your pregnant wife like that's your fault this whole thing started because of a decision you made one that he seems to
2: repeatedly make. I'm just because... what I'm saying. And and,
1: and and that's why I said like he produced it and everything, meaning that he in his mind he was like this is a valid enough excuse, right? Mm-hmm. So me, like that, that's what I if he produced it like he's putting this out there, meaning right. in his mm-hmm. mind, this is enough to excuse me,
0: right? Because like even with the um the the whole Oscars thing, um, apparently he had these tweets about like if his son was gay he would punch him in the face or something like that mm-hmm. from way back when. The publicist said, just go out and do an apology tour and say, hey, this is something I said when I was young and ignorant and didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. I know better now. I apologize for my ignorance. That's it. He refused to do that. He's like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I already apologized for this like five years ago. And the publicist is like, but people don't know you, Kevin. Correct. They don't know They don't know you like that to just be like, oh you know he might have said this way back then he's changed now people don't know you like that so Correct. in order to smooth this over you have to go out there and re even if you feel like you've already apologized for it do it in a more public sphere and seem sincere about it so that people won't start this whole because, because narrative that you're anti gay or whatever the case is
1: cuz like the, the the point that she was making was saying like you keep saying you apologize you apologize to your fans to your audience right yeah. those aren't the people who are upset
2: right no yeah. <laughs> people who don't know you correct right. it's the people those who the, don't know you
1: those are the people that you don't like who um who are upset with you right is those people and, and
2: mind you and he didn't it, even get that message out to everybody because like I like Kevin Hart and watch a couple of his things I didn't know about the tweets or the apology
1: correct and 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 like th- and this is what I've realized, and I'm gonna this to Drake with this statement: is that with both the um, documentary and interview, it was made. It seemed like it was made for fans, mm. and if you were a fan, you were appreciative of what they did on mm. both sides. Okay. Mm. If you're on the fence, you are still on the fence.
3: Right. Mm. And
0: if you didn't, if you didn't like them before, you, you still, still don't, don't like them.
1: Because my whole thing <laughs> with the Kevin Hart thing, it did nothing to change anything. The whole thing, my whole thing with I'm the trying. Kevin
0: Hart thing, I was like. It doesn't make you more likable to somebody who did who already didn't who, like you. Or who was on the fence. Or who was on the fence about you. Like you still seem
1: like a you, jerk. You, you know what I'm saying? So like Yeah,
2: I'm very concerned about me being a Kevin Hart fan. I'm like, I'm gonna have to watch this documentary. Yeah, get in get so, into it. So like You're gonna have some questions. I, 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 and, <laughs> and
1: I, I think that I think that's what the um, and that's what happens when you produce your own thing though. When you produce your own thing, your mm-hmm. fans will appreciate it the people on the fence were still building your fence. The people who didn't like it, they're still not going to like it. There's nothing that changes except for just more content for your fence. Right. Which is okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If that's what it's for, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But
2: also the other problem is that there might be a blind spot like, you might have a blind side in there where mm. you're not seeing something. No, no, they're, they're very blindsided. It's just... Yeah, yeah there's, the, the blind spot is huge. Because
0: even in the Kevin Hart thing where the publicist, even the publicist and one of his friends was like, bro, just say this. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that. And they're just like, just listen to what we are saying because you're going to make it worse. If you if you refuse to just do what we're telling you to do, you're paying us to tell you how to public relations this situation. Do what we tell you mm-hmm. so that this situation can 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 go away smoothly and you can come out on the other side looking better. But he just could not... His blind spot about his need to be right was so large that he couldn't hear it in the moment. And like Mark said before, even when his employees were saying my like one of the employees was getting married and she was like the place that's doing my wedding is now concerned about hosting my wedding wow because, because of your, because she, of your she, statement she, she was a lesbian she was a lesbian and she's getting married oh. to a woman and i guess the place they were doing the wedding is a lgbt-friendly yeah. type of location and they
1: don't want to really mess with her and they were like hesitant she about messing
0: with. with her because yeah. of who she works for and it was like people around the table were basically saying hey your actions and your statements are effing up my pockets Because people now have an issue with wanting to work with me or talk to me because of my affiliation with you. I'm trying to stay loyal, but you gotta do something to make me feel like I should keep doing it. And he just could not see it. He could not see it.
2: You know, the fact that he then included this really troubling scene, all these troubling scenes in his documentary, it also reminds me of the R. Kelly interview with Gail. Because I remember watching that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Because we have a whole topic on the R. Kelly thing too. Yes. Okay, it's coming up. All
3: sorry. right, so, All so right. Let, put a let, pin let, in that. Pin, let, stick a pin. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: it's one forty-three. So let me just talk about the Drake thing real quick. So the Drake, yeah, I know. Yeah, we've been here for a minute. The the, <laughs> the 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 Drake interview, it was so. Like I said, what I what I found out was basically his people kind of produced the whole thing, mm-hmm. and it, it, like, it was Elliot Wilson, everything. But was, he produced, he produced the whole thing, yeah. And like how he addressed certain the, certain things was like man, yeah. was very meh yeah. Mm. um he like he talked about Pusha T, mm-hmm. and was saying like oh i'll never forgive him because how he talked about 40 i was like it's a rat beef Sit right now
0: <laughs> yeah, 40 is um drake's
2: friend who was sick i was like it's a rat oh beef. that's what she was still mad about yeah you, you he, were mad he, about that he, not he, him like out in your child and all that the one whole that she was hiding from the world
1: and he was basically saying like no i was just trying to hide him from the from the from the world from like, from like the um, I'll be more mad you know, about that <laughs> yeah. like as
3: a parent because um, all
0: of us was like ooh he got a baby
1: <laughs> but like but yeah and then like um, also what I what I heard which was interesting was that he feel he feels some kind of way that when they were saying that he was the highest running longest running person on the billboard mm-hmm. that people didn't address him as the black man most most, black. like he, I think he has an issue with people not that call him black he has like a, I think he has, he has a personal issue. Like, he said it very like casual, mm-hmm. but I saw it. He has an issue with people not calling, calling him black.
3: black.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Interesting.
1: And like, and like. Yeah, like Drake and,
0: has the opposite problem of a lot of black artists. Like, a lot of black artists just want to be an artist. Blake, Drake is just an artist, and Drake wants to be referred to as black.
1: And And also, specifically, and even and he even addressed it. He said it doesn't bother me. I kind of embrace it now, but how like he's, he's always been viewed as like the soft person.
2: You know? Oh yeah, the light skin, dark skin thing. Well, I mean, not even
1: light skin. He's just soft. <laughs> him being light skin doesn't. Hurt. No, it doesn't. But it, it's just it's so just it's just, him, it's just him. It's being soft and like how he would ne- He would never be um, appreciated in certain circles in terms of rappers. Mm-hmm.
2: Because he, he's not about that life.
1: Correct. But he but what? he but he would never be like. He would never be categorized as a rapper as everybody else. But he he's just not that. But he's also starved from privilege.
3: Like so he's, he's just, I look he's just at him
1: the different. same
2: way I would look at like Justin Bieber. Like, you know, they make some great Correct. music and stuff, but like you wasn't in them streets. Like Correct. you're not nice to me. Correct. Like you don't know yeah, like but
1: but 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 you, you saw from the interview how that really affects him. hmm Yeah. I
2: mean you should have told your mom to stop doing so well for you. She should have had you in them pissy elevators. Right. And, you know, bred yeah. you up in that way so you were rough in the exterior and you came out and you had an authentic story to present to all the hood bookers. Like,
0: I don't know. I just felt like Drake's whole thing was just it was a very light skin cry for attention and I just I, I don't have the, the <sighs> Not the
2: not the colorism. Go on now. How do you that Kristen? <laughs>
0: I don't know. have I don't have the intestinal fortitude. I know to be bothered with light skinned tears. I well, don't care at
1: all. I, I was having a conversation with don't Kristen, care. and I was like, the light skin, dark skin thing is it's like I think I'm somewhere in the middle, so I I hear both sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you're brown. You're not yeah. light skin. Exactly. That's what you're I'm like,
2: saying. I'm with you're, you're lighter weird. brown, but you're brown. Yeah. I think but But
1: but but I've, I've heard both sides, and I think it's it's always been like um, people who are dark skinned see how um people who are light skinned they get privileged around Absolutely. people from other races a lot mm-hmm. of times and treated mm-hmm. differently.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: People from light skin most times just want to be accepted by other black people, mm-hmm. and so they they get upset about that, and that and so they're arguing two different points. <laughs> okay. But
2: I will also say there is a lot like it's not as if um some like a lot of individuals who are fair complexion light skinned are just hoisted with this privilege that they don't want. I remember growing up, and plenty of light-skinned men were like, oh, you're cute for a dark-skinned chick. Like, no, correct. So, like, they, correct. they also, no, no. many but, 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 use but, but and but enjoy that, but, that privilege. But, but, that, but that that plays into it, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
1: I sometimes I say it like that. It's like, so, it's like, people hear that,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then, like, but then, like, they try to be a part of certain circles, and black like people like, like... Like, you can't sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> but, but... It it it's it's such a weird mm-hmm. dichotomy and everything. Absolutely. You but know like, but, but the thing is, like, the funny thing is, the only issue I have is like all that stuff comes from like high school, and they just, yeah. and, and then no one just gets over it. Right. Yeah. And I think that's my issue with is it. like all that like no one no one's like a grown person is doing that. But it's just a lot. You'd be amazed though. But I don't think that they're doing it as much as they're in high school. I think a lot of times they're just affected, affected by what happens in high school. Some people
2: never grow up. Oh. And I mean, I,
0: honestly, my, my whole thing with the whole Kevin Hart and the Drake, I'm just like, cry me a river as you dry your tears with your millions. Leave me alone. I don't care. <laughs> Get out of my I house. don't have time for this. I don't care. Like, stop all this whining. Like, ugh.
1: And and like like I said, I think they're both just doing a cleanup because they're used to being America's Sweetheart and they realized mm-hmm. the chinks in armor and they're trying to clean it up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: They got to do better. I don't want no more of these interviews or documentaries. This And, is what and also, me.
1: it's a, like, you don't have to be... Like, they feel like, like they, at this age, they, they they're, they're worrying ha- about everybody liking you. They feel worried about like the perfect image all the time. They like they're worried about mm-hmm. what that looks like of not having a perfect image. They don't know how to operate in not that arena. Yeah. They, right. They, 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 that's how they operate in that arena. And of... that's
0: why people take pleasure from exposing you. Is yeah. because you create this veneer of I'm this perfect America sweetheart person. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. you're behind the scenes doing mad grimy stuff. So it's like that's why with Kevin, it was it was no problem for somebody to expose you. Um, slapping cheeks with some random in Vegas while your wife is pregnant. That's why Pusha T didn't have no problem exposing that you had a child because Drake was out here moving like a single childless man. And if Pusha T never said anything, you would never have said anything because having that child did not fit into your veneer of of being the perfect... uh, Rapper, non problematic guy. Same thing with Kevin. He was out there on this positivity shtick. She's my rib, blah, 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 blah. And the cracks in the armor showed when that video got released because what you were preaching wasn't what you were practicing. So now you're whining about the fact that you were exposed, and I don't care. Yeah. Just and grow it, up, and do it, better, and be authentic. Like, it's not that serious. Like, I know that celebrity worship is like a real thing in this culture, and I personally don't care about. You know, like, I make jokes about standing Rihanna all the time, but I I'm not going to a church of Rihanna. I'm not praying to. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> I just I just stand the sis because she's a queen and she gets out here and she does it. But like at the end of the day, like there's no need to to be this. Like to me, you can be anything and be a celebrity at this point. It, it's not like days of yore where you had to present this like really polished, perfect image. Like, you can be a celebrity and deeply flawed, and people will still love you and support what, what you do. What I, What I will say but is, but when you they, they when they you, when don't you know, come they don't across it. deceptive, it just makes it. They just don't it know hurts you more, in my opinion. They just
1: don't know how to operate outside of the arena, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Is they used to be in that arena, and I think they they, they just have a um, concern with operating outside of that because even. Um, Drake was uh, talking about how, uh, he talked about the issue of, like, people saying that he doesn't, like, voice his opinion about issues mm. and everything. He was like, yeah, but, you know, I donate money to things all the time. I was like, it's not the same thing at all. No. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, like, but, but you see him trying to address it, but he's still not addressing it.
0: Yeah. In the words of Paul Mooney, everybody want to be an N-word, but don't nobody want to be an N-word?
2: I will say And just trying to, like, somehow make this relevant to, like, our normal people lives. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, we we have, we both have, like, pretty fair-skinned children um, growing up in Long Island, right? Like, and that's something I worry about. Like, I want my son to, like, be down with the black struggle and resonate with black people and never think that he's better than. Like, I grew up in the hood, and I want him to understand, like, there are people out there living a very tough life because of systemic barriers and things like that I don't want yeah. him to think that he's too good right. but then on the flip side I don't want my son to be some fake gangster trying to like Correct. act right. like he's still Correct. in that hood life and like, like bro, trying, to, trying to sell here. weed out my basement or something <laughs> like what, what are we doing here stop, stop it weed out the basement, no.
0: Child. No let me tell here.
2: you I lived in Rosedale I was shocked and appalled I was just disgusted by them because I was just like wait a minute I come from Far Rock I lived in Far Rock until I was 15 years old Moved into Rosedale with my pops. And I'm sitting here looking at these little wanksters. I'm like, y'all over here trying to act like y'all live in thug life? Like, you know what thug life is? No. Not, not Rosedale. You over here sitting here <laughs> with your, like, multiple family homes. Y'all got more cars than driveway. Like, and then you want to sit here and try to act like y'all thugs? Like, if you don't get out my face. Like, it was just <laughs> nice. annoying. Like, people were trying to walk around. No, stop it. And it was just mm. like, this was the struggle of middle class black men Mm -hmm. right like the only way they thought they would be cool in some way shape or form was if they like emulated this performance of blackness Mm -hmm. and so i think maybe drake in a much more celebrity manner has been struggling with like the performance of blackness and just trying to manage it in some way shape or form and you know he he's a a canary for us as parents of little light-skinned kids in long island we don't want our kids to be him it's it's,
1: it's funny because like he's such a big artist And such a big thing, but still, just trying to get down with black people the same. (laughs) Like
2: he's like so hard, and you know, and and
0: his Canadianness is what makes it harder too. (laughs) Because it's like Canadians, they're just different. Black Canadians are just different. They're not American. Like they just have a different vibe about them. And it's just I have some Canadian cousins. Yeah, it's just different. And so it's just like people oftentimes can't really relate to that. I don't Mm -hmm. think that people inherently just dislike him just because he's like lighter skinned or whatever. It's just like you got a corny factor. It just is what it is and just just be authentic uh, like, about having a corny factor he, he, like just do that
1: it's kind of it's kind of like what I always say like just appeal to your fans and stop mm-hmm. trying to be upset because you don't have the bj
2: other ones. cole Yo, EJ I was just thinking that J-, 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 J Cole. J Cole is just the, J Cole
1: is the king of these are my fans, and J Cole is else. one of the
0: light skins. Let's be yes, it. he's
1: but, one of them. But he's but he's like these are my fans. I don't care about nobody else, right. But mm-hmm. my fans, and,
2: that's and it. you know what? J Cole will be a good blueprint from him because yeah. he is light skin, but he still operates in a way that's like very pro black. Yeah, he advocates for yeah. like social justice issues. He minds his business. Also, which is key also he's not no, mixy but that's a problem right for drake you can't be all-american sweetheart and be all up and like be You're the one that American, everybody you likes can't,
1: you can't be all-american sweetheart and hard you can do both and you can't
2: be all-american sweetheart be and Canadian. straight up yeah. you, can't. you can't you can't you can't operate j cole don't care about being all-american sweetheart nope he don't so j. Cole you gotta gives pick you girls albums and he goes on about his business that's it. that's it
1: you can't be taylor swift and jay-z at the same time
2: yes mom you and this jersey thing. You brought that demon up. Uh, We're moving on to another demon, <laughs> R. Kelly. Um wait, who was the demon in that Taylor illusion? Swift. Taylor Swift.
0: Oh um, yeah, you don't like her. I do not. So Surviving R. Kelly part <laughs> two, um, premiered this past week. Um, if you saw the first one, um mm. this second one is just Wowzers. It it's a doozy. Um at this point, anybody that still still believes R. Kelly is innocent just needs to just find something to do because no 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 all these people are not lying all these people are not making this up all these people are not doing this for financial gain in the words of kanan from power rest in peace to the homie whatever they said he did he did that ish he guilty he guilty as f (laughs) he did it like i just watching this second thing like honestly watching the part like the, the part one was more of like a exploration into, like, the levels of, like, what he was doing. This part, too, is sort of like a seeing the effects in a grander way of what he has done in terms of how it has literally destroyed whole entire families.
3: Hmm.
0: It is sad. Do you hear me? Sad. Like, you need to stage your house, watch something funny after you watch it because it is sad, it is depressing. Like, there are some moments where it's, like, glimmers of hope, but it's, like yo like the depravity of it all is just mind-boggling like his two brothers the one that's in jail he r kelly part two y'all might need to keep him keep your eyes on him on the streets because he's on board with a lot of foolishness the other brother is some tenuous stuff there I, i feel like him and him and robert might square up one day um but some of the some of the stories um are just wow Um, There's two white women on there. I'm going to warn y'all now that y'all going to want to fight the minute y'all see them Um, because they're wild. And, you know, they just speak to how feminism, we got to be careful when us black women talk about feminism because some of these white women is feminism for them. Not for us.
2: Like you know, so I was just thinking. I was like, "Wow, this is a. It's not. not a good. Um, it's not intersectional. I was like, "This is not a good commercial. Make us want to watch it." But when no, we you said that, I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. "My interest is peaked." Because I mean, people, people, go ahead people and watch
0: a, this. a lot of pe- a lot of women, especially women of color, black ones, Latinos, all that, be like, "Yeah, feminism. Don't be following behind these white women." Because those two white women right there showed me when they talk about feminism, they talk about feminism for them. They don't care about nobody else but their demographic.
2: So yeah, I mean, we also saw that happening with the election of donald trump I yeah i mean with the election of donald trump you have women for trump right but that doesn't make sense so there's not like a broad demographic that is mm. a very insular section of women mm-hmm. who are just like i'm gonna ignore the fact that this man is sexually assaulting people and bragging mm. about it right like okay I'm gonna just go ahead
0: yeah it like to see those two white women. like you were just you just want to fight who
2: were they what did they do
0: they were people who worked for him
2: oh I mean, but then that, that also goes right back into the whole Kevin Hart discussion we were talking about, right? When somebody's on the tape, you know, like... Nah, but, like, what they're saying is just disgusting, and it just makes you
0: be like, yo, y'all really for yourselves. Y'all ain't for us.
2: But, you know, it's it's ironic because, like, I've heard black people make comments like, oh, well, I still like his music. I'm judging him, um, too. And at the end of the day, like, those parents should have watched their kids. That's a very minimalist... Yeah, of there's this entire there's thing.
0: there's levels to this and the more you watch the documentary the more you like peel it back you're like it's a lot of like i disease around this whole thing like mm-hmm. it's just a lot of sickness from Robert from the the families from the, the the girl like it's just a lot of sickness like that just surrounds all of it like it's just a lot of dysfunction and just just sickness is the best way I can describe it to kind okay. of to, to kind of explain like the circumstances that lead to a person like this being able to proliferate their, their like nonsense for as long
2: as he has yeah I think his foolishness has definitely spanned um,
3: decades quite
2: a long time and what I do appreciate about the, fir- the first part is that yes it was happening when I was alive mm-hmm. but I was not conscious enough oh, to yeah. be embarrassed by it, to mm-hmm. be like, oh, I played into this or in right. any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Shame on everybody who's older than us. Right. But, you know, thankfully, I wasn't a conscious person to understand it. But I remember as I got older and I started piecing things together on my own, like when that Dave Chappelle skit came on and like Piss on You and the remix and all that, I didn't find that funny. And I was like the only person in my family who did not find like that funny. Yeah. And so now it's really up to us to really say like what are we gonna let this man's legacy be are we gonna continue with just tolerating it and accepting it and thinking it's cute or are we going to hold him accountable and make sure that everyone knows chasing after little girls is not okay dating 15 14 year olds and you're 21 22 is not okay and also domestic violence is not okay yeah. like yeah I, I i think the um the
1: biggest um Concern. It's like people try to like um, don't understand like how the art played into a computer. Like separate the art, mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, and everything mm-hmm. but you have to understand. And I, I was making this conversation, having this comment. I was like, he's only able to do that because he has money.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He's only able to do as much as he was doing because of the money he has. Mm-hmm. So you feeding him by mm-hmm. playing his music and buying mm-hmm. his things and buying his concert tickets is giving him the ability. To, to do to those do things, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and like I, I think, like I understand like certain things, but this one, you can see how the money directly plays into yep. <laughs> what he was doing. So like there was a be, whole, it's, it's literally, yeah. Like if you animal.
0: watch it, like the amount of money that it's a wonder that he, it's a it's a, it's honestly a wonder that he was able to keep his operation going for as long as he did. But it's like you said, because people were paying money to go to his concerts, to buy his albums, to do this. Because the amount of money that he has paid to people in settlements, Mm. millions of dollars.
2: But also, like, you... Millions. Part one laid it out very well, the timeline. of Mm. As soon as things started getting hot, What did he do? Drop another track. Mm -hmm. Like, you have people watching a sex tape of him with a teenager in Mm barbershops, but then Ignition coming out. (laughs) You know? And so, and like showing how, like, he's literally using this to distract you. Like, okay, look, this is going on. Like, I have like the criminal case going on, but look, I dropped this track that you're going to like. And oh, love Boondocks because they called it. Oh, they did? Boondocks called it. Yes, Aaron
0: Magruder was out here prophesying. Y'all was trying to hear him though. Calling it. They they
2: were ringing the bell. They were like, look. This is ridiculousness, so but nobody want to listen to him, right?
0: Oh my God! Sidebar. So we will. There's a song that um, Lil Wayne and Joelle Santana Tana have. Um, mm. It's called "Bad Side." It kind of is a is a take on "Bad Side" from Dreamgirls. If you're into that, and Lil Wayne says a line. And I believe that I can fly. Not like R. Kelly, he a damn like I said, he was trying to tell us from back then? So many people were trying to tell us.
3: And we mm-hmm. was just
2: like, eh, clean up is that. And they eh. had so many people singing, I believe I can fly. Little kids singing, no, they, I believe I can fly. At my like, graduation, elementary school graduation. All of that. All, all of a sudden, he was all cleaned up. And I was like, no. Yeah. No. And, and, was, no. and like, people knew
1: he was trash in the beginning. But the beginning. Because people knew, remember, when he married Aaliyah. So people uh-huh. knew he was trash from the beginning. So it wasn't like... It wasn't, like, it wasn't like this. it wasn't like the the sex tape was when he knew, mm. knew it was trash before from that.
0: before. But the Aaliyah thing. thing was documented. No, but it's a and
1: there was a um, there was a court a case before the before sex the tape. PM
0: the before the PM on the girl. That girl and is then, actually on the um
2: on the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. The and irony they, of it is that even with Aaliyah, didn't you see how like the public was responding to it? They're like, So, are you guys dating or what? You're like, yeah, in matching outfits like, twenty five. This is this is no, really? no. This is not this is not a conversation, so you guys dating it's like, look, yeah, I date, I'm calling the police. That's like, it. listen. Like like y'all trying to make this but a but also, f- even the way but it, also, but it also was played into
1: trash. like how um, America like was just thinking that black girls are just fast instead of putting everything yes, in him. Mm-hmm. so that, yes. That, that plays into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. This goes
2: into the whole concept of how little young girls, little black girls, cannot just be children. Nope, right? They are in some way, shape, or form always perceived as older, faster, mm-hmm. more knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me, what, what really disappointed me was just how even when everyone knew that you know he married Aaliyah so Mm -hmm. clearly this is not a brother sister relationship right oh okay moving on just moving on no one wants to take note of this no one wants to acknowledge this yeah so it's it's sad that this has happened on our watch. Mm-hmm. You know, like we we all have failed all those young women, mm-hmm. and also like not to make it seem as if R. Kelly is only abusing children. R. Kelly is an abuser of right. individuals of all ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there were some you know grown adults in there that he was engaging in domestic violence situations with, which oh, is yeah. different. Uh huh. But and um, there's
0: more that come and talk about it in this thing. So when I tell you it is just oh god. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it gives you, it gives you the creeps, but also it's like wow at the same time.
1: And it's insane, like because he only spoke to black girls.
0: Of yeah. course. Yeah. Because
2: we don't matter in the public eye. Correct. Let yes. him do this a little Becky. What? Mm-mm, he'd have been
0: canceled. I think his what? brother in this sec in this second part, the brother said something like that. Like if he had done something like with, with like that with two little white girls, oh it would have been a wrap. It would have been over Never. Over. over. We would have been like who R. Kelly, what's that? What's our we would never have heard anything from him.
2: And the other thing I will say though that like I wanna highlight is that we need to start Holding men accountable when they're doing predatory things to young girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I was in middle school. I couldn't have been older. Mm-hmm. So, seventh grade, sometimes sixth grade, men catcalling me. Sir, I I You're am adult. young.
0: And you look, and people be talking about, oh, the girls look old in the face. No, they don't. They look 12.
2: No, they, they, look, they look young. They look young. In the young. F-
0: they might have boobs, they might have a butt, whatever. They look young. They in look, the look face. like
2: children with butts and boobs. Yeah. And yes. That's what they look and like. And they exactly. And once again, and they only do that to black girls. Yes, and also they're they're carrying a book bag, a little right. jansport <laughs> on their back. Where did you see her? She was, she was walking out the candy store with a jansport on her back. Oh yeah, yeah, that's some grown woman stuff. No,
0: that is a little girl. She got her child's textbook in the bag, Stop and she's over here us.
2: walking with her friends, kikiing, and mm-hmm. here you go trying to lure her over. Because what are you, sexual predator? Yes. Yeah. So like, yes. we need to really start calling that out for what it is, like, yeah, absolutely. because. It's been overlooked for so long. Right. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, like when the whole like catcall movement was going on, people were talking about like how young they were uh-huh, when they but, first started getting catcalled. And yeah. I thought about it. I was like, at a very young age, I had to have in my mind like, oh, somebody's like whistling at you, yelling at you, like ignore them and all that stuff. Like, I had to be indoctrinated on how to handle catcalling when you're like 11, yeah, before high school. Yeah, like that's insane. This, this does not make sense. Like that's disgusting. Yeah. That's and so, absolutely disgusting. Just want to put that out there. We need to stop it and call yeah. it for what you it is. You need to cut it.
0: Yes. All right. Um, Moving on. So speaking of the R. Kelly thing, the R. Kelly thing was um, shown on Lifetime, which made me think, is Lifetime the new BET? Because Lifetime has been really dropping a lot of these black jams because they had um, the R. Kelly thing on there, and then they followed it up with this uh, hopelessly in love thing. Um, They're doing different couples for like a little mini series. So this first one was um, Lisa Left Eye Lopez from TLC and Andre Risen. I didn't watch the whole thing. I got to go back and watch it. But then next week is supposed to be Faith and Biggie. And then the following week, it's uh, oh god, I can't remember who another black couple. I'm like, oh, this is cute. Lifetime, see, like, they're I'm gonna, gonna like, secure Lif- a bag
2: with black people. Yeah,
0: Lifetime said you know what? We starting the new year off with a bag. We about <laughs> to be giving you a lot of black content. Get into us. I'm not mad. Um, it's,
2: it's,
1: I, we talked about it before, but it's it's very interesting how like black is finally the thing that they focus on. Ever since mm-hmm, Black Panther, mm-hmm. they're
2: like, oh shoot, we can market this. Oh, Yeah, right. they have money. Yes. <laughs> They're the not just using EBT in. cards, okay? They're gonna actually bring us some cash,
1: like not EBT. Classes. Like we, it was something, but now it's like a big thing. Like it's, I don't know if I like it or not, but they, it, it is. They, they've been using black people as a marketing play for. Like, I can black. see
2: some of the pandering, but like yeah. if okay, it's sure. like just genuinely interested in proliferating something that's interesting to me, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like, okay, I see you lifetime with all mm-hmm. this content that I'm interested in as a black person. All right, and then um, the final thing I want to talk about. Um, Y'all going to leave Blue Ivy Carter alone in 2020. That's what y'all going to do, 100%. Y'all going to leave that little girl alone. I'm tired of y'all dragging it. Like, since she's been born, born. y'all been dragging her. And I'm like, what did she do to you? Like, what is the problem? (laughs) She's a little girl. Like, I literally cannot understand for the life of me why people keep coming for this little girl. Talking about how she looked like Jay-Z. Yeah, he's her father. She's supposed to look like him. Like, hello, genetics. Did we go to biology class, people? Talking about her hair. She's a toddler. I don't know about anybody else, but have you ever tried to wrangle a toddler and comb their hair? Sometimes the toddler wins. That's how my baby got his hair cut. Sometimes the toddler wins, and you know what? You, you could still do a kid's hair, and you know what? They'll sleep, they'll run around, they'll play. So a hairstyle that looked really bomb at eight o'clock by three p.m.
2: looks like you didn't do anything. No, not for nothing though. They were coming for Blue Ivy when she was born. Like, like she they was expected fresh her out to come vaj- out of the vagina with like, a lace like, front, and, and I'm like, like no.
0: leave baby girl alone. No. So if you don't know what we're talking about, basically earlier this week, um, Meg the Stallion, um, with those magnificent knees of hers, um, posted. Um, that, that girl can keep it low for a long time. Them needs is really uh, impressive. Magna Stallion posted a New Year's Day photo of her, Beyonce, and Blue Ivy. Like, gorgeous picture. Just three Adorable. beautiful black women, Houston hotties, living their best lives. I At first, when I first saw the picture, I didn't even realize that was Blue Ivy. I was no. like, my God, that girl got that she big? She got so big so fast. In my mind, Blue Ivy is like three years old still. In yep. reality, she about to be eight. Um, So the picture was posted, and be- Blue Ivy has her hair... Um. Like, parted down the middle. It looks like she got like a little silk like press, press or, or whatever. Yeah. A little press or whatever. And she looks really cute, like just like a little regular looks little like black a girl. Little girl. And she looks to me, she looks like a combo of both her parents. She looks like mm-hmm. Jay Z and she looks like Beyonce. So some grown adult um editor over at um Vanity Fair, Harper's Bazaar made a comment like, um, I have the feeling this person's name is Kay Austin Collins. I have a feeling the Jay Z face jeans are about to really hit blue Ivy and I feel so sorry for her. And then this lady, this person who I think is from Vanity Fair, commented and said they haven't already. And the K. Austin Collins person responds, you're right, but she's lucky. If it happens now, she'll definitely grow out of it. Get the ugly duckling phase done early. you people are disgusting.
2: Oh, I want to note that disgusting. the other person getting into that banter was a black man.
0: Yes. K. Austin is a black man. Black man.
2: Yes, is a black Just man. make sure I put that in there.
0: Yes. Going back and forth with a white woman about a little black girl's beauty. Disgusting, the both
2: of you. But as that adults. also goes right back to what we were talking about earlier, disgusting. right? About the colorism, about mm-hmm. features, mm-hmm. and you know, light skin is just one of the features. It's mm-hmm. usually a more common one, but right. light skin, light colored eyes, mm-hmm. narrow mm-hmm. nose, mm-hmm. you know, smaller lips—all those things are things that are praised, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. if you have some of them as a black person, mm-hmm. you're perceived to be more attractive. Blue right. Ivy. She has some of her father's features. But what are some of her father's features? The more African features, yes. of like the wider nose, you know, the those broader things. and the bigger which, lips.
1: Which are dominant genes, let's point that out.
2: Yeah. Like, let's be clear. Because that's <laughs> what we look like. That's, the real, because the, the real gay. That's what we look like. Let's that's, that's point
1: that out. Those are all the dominant genes. That's, exactly. Just want to point that out there.
2: Facts of life. And it's, it's unfortunate for her. Like, I really hope and pray that Blue Ivy remains fortified. Yes. You know, because as a young girl who you have some of your father's more Afrocentric features Mm -hmm. but your mother has more of like European features Mm. I can see how like you might just be looking at yourself like dang I got the short end of the stick and I think she's beautiful so I hope she doesn't feel that way Yeah, but it's
0: just like I just think it's disgusting that people have been coming for this little girl all her life and she ain't done nothing but be great you know what Blue Ivy is Blue Ivy is rich she is very rich and she does not understand why you poor little writers down to the magazines are talking about her she's confused
1: she doesn't even know you she she hasn't seen a ceiling in her whole life
0: that's what she said (laughs) haven't seen a ceiling in my my whole life life. everything is shocker everything
1: Everything is shocker everything is flocker everything is flocker
0: you don't know Blue Ivy's song Blue Ivy has a song it's on um, uh,
1: f- it's on 444 on
0: f- it's on 444 oh um, she and has she, a- she, he, he,
1: put, he put it on he put that's it on adorable he put his verse on yeah verse like I
0: on. guess he was like recording the song and like she's really into music and so she came in and kind of put some headphones on and, did- and she's actually like a pretty
2: decent rapper she all things me. considered she, she, she
1: started saying it he just recorded and put, mm-hmm. on, put and put it on and put it, it
2: on the song, song. I said I think I heard that album but I don't recall this so I guess not it was yes. it was
1: one of the bonus tracks yes. uh, nope.
2: yeah yeah that's
0: why I'm just like leave that little girl alone Jesus didn't die on the y'all to harass us a little girl like that. Um I see if Beyonce and Jay-Z were petty boots, I would be like, Oh, y'all two are, are no longer employed. Yo, cancel I would them.
2: Straight up buy that magazine and, and be like then the fire first them. Thing, fire. <laughs> they don't work here anymore. They're done. They're canceled. Just like they did in Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> mm. Canceled. They're done. They don't work here anymore. But you know, yeah. I also applaud them for like being better, classier parents, because let me tell you, anybody come from my son in public sphere like that. Which which is which, it's on site which,
0: <laughs> and it's not when you see me; it's when I see you. No.
2: That's see you.
1: That's why I want. So they're, they're I, great I want, parents. I want to yes. find some way to make money, and no one ever knows about me ever. <laughs>
0: That's fair. I don't. That's fair. I don't like celebrity. Yeah. I don't like it. Because I'm like people just sitting up here attacking that baby for yeah. no. Like, what did she do to
1: y'all? I don't. I don't like. just salty I wish. I hope. I wish celebrity and nobody
0: and I feel like that's yeah. partially why Beyonce and Jay Z don't even show the other two kids that much because yeah. they're like we don't want people trying to drag our first kid our other two kids like that either Yeah, because the way they drag Blue Ivy is like I've seen far less attractive celebrity children than Blue Ivy right. I'm just being honest not all these kids is cute but I ain't gonna say it because it's not nice um, but you already did I did, but I didn't say which kid. I just said I've seen some that aren't that cute to me. <laughs> not to say that you should drag them, but I'm like, Blue Ivy looks perfectly fine to me, so I don't understand why y'all, why y'all keep bothering But not for nothing, road.
2: like, if you drag Blue Ivy because, like, she was cross-eyed, like something just universal, that's say, like, okay, cool, but you're just dragging her because she has Afrocentric features, and right. you and inherently look, find those features, features to mm-hmm. be unattractive. And you Correct. don't
0: like her father specifically, because I think most of the people don't have a problem with Beyonce. They don't, don't like a Jay-Z lot of don't somebody. like Z. So I'm like, but yeah. that, but you can say that Jay Z is ugly. He's a 50 year old man. He can take it. Um, but leave that little girl alone. Seriously.
2: Stop <laughs> out of her hair. You
1: have to kick Michaela out of the podcast.
2: Why? Now I'm already right here. <laughs> Why are we I up? am here. <laughs> you don't like Jay Z? Not, No. Oh, I respect didn't know that. his hustle, I respect <laughs> what he has done. Why didn't we start here, guys? But <laughs> <laughs> This is compelling content. I want to know more. And the irony of it is, best friend Dwight he is a Jay-Z chunky to the what, point
1: what is you, your concern with him let's go with that first.
2: it's honestly I don't like how he sounds okay. I think some of his lyrics are great like my boy who put me on to like twenty two twos rapper? and stuff like that it fluctuates it fluctuates Wh- Give me, give me, um, give me. Some my tops that I really enjoy right now.
1: Like five and, give me five in no particular order. Be five order.
2: in no particular order? It doesn't be any order. Um, it to be like one to five. Just give me five. Nas, Pac, um, Rap, J. Cole, I love Kendrick. Um, Eminem. Love Eminem. Um, okay, that makes sense now. Okay, I, I don't, we're, we're good now. Yeah, I have a particular sound. <laughs> I don't know.
1: You, 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 Like, I'm very much a New York um, I like New York rap specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that you feel the same way. And um, he and he's a very New York rapper in terms of his sound.
2: Yeah, but no, like,
1: do do you, how much do you like people in street property?
2: Like Beanie Sigel. I like Beanie actually. Freeway. Um, do I actively listen to them? No, but they how try about, come on. I'll how about like...
1: Dipset? No. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. No. I'm I'm a very much big New York. Like, I'm I'm very New York biased. you just
2: like, you here for New York.
1: I'm very New York, Northeast biased with my hip-hop. I,
2: I appreciate that. Like, when y'all was talking <laughs> last week about me, I was like, yo, they are really going in. I'm, I'm, <laughs> let me tell you. I am Northeast biased. That was great biased. fun. So, the, I don't I, say a word. I don't say you. a word.
1: I, I realize that, um... I, I realize that Kristen views um New York hip-hop as, like, prime hip-hop and everything else is, like, mm-hmm. not f- full not hip-hop. Not quite that. Yeah, not quite hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But, like... But, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very New York biased. I know I know i hmm Like... I like it's Outkast. You I love Outkast. I like Outkast. Andre
2: 3000. He has to be on my list. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, no, he is. Love him. Like I said,
1: I, I like J Cole. I like Kendrick. But like, you know what I like the most about New York hip hop artists? Mm. They very, the, the Northeast are very good at rapping as if they don't care. Mm, like tell that. me more. So they they're very good at rapping. Like, I'm just gonna throw it out there. And mm-hmm. like, they, of course, they really wrote it down. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, but they're yeah, very yeah. good. Like, yeah, like you know how camera, yeah. camera is kind of like just like I'm just chilling. Just mm-hmm. rap. I was gonna say these words.
2: <laughs> I like Fab as a rapper. I don't like him as a person because of his DV yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, uh, a lot, a lot, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't listen to that last album. But no. but, but yeah, like. But yeah, like I respect him though. He he has skills. No, but respect his skills. But he's but, trash. He's another well, one
0: yeah. that went on one of these like, apology tours, but didn't really say nothing that could that him. apology
2: tour did not stop at this station. What you talking about?
1: Okay, focus. <laughs> but <laughs> but like I, I think that like I, I think I like the New York of just like this very chit like and everything. Um mm-hmm. which is why I don't don't know if I how much I like Eminem that much. I like like lyrically,
2: he's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Exactly.
1: I think I like them. I like certain songs phenomenally. Also, there
2: was a time frame when I liked Eminem a lot. Yeah, but, more but recently, but he's but, off. but even
1: yeah. with Eminem, I think I like lyrically. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I can, How many times I can hear his songs? Mm. Because because I don't know if I like that. Like yeah, like, like I like I like very more like yo, know, <laughs> yeah. like you was know saying. I, yeah, I, like, I'm, like, I'm very I'm very like, yeah. like I said I'm very New York in how I yeah I, mm-hmm. like I, I, I like feel like Eminem
0: songs are very like. This is a moment I want to hear this. Correct, and I'm specifically mm-hmm. seeking this out. This oh, is yeah. not something like if it came on, like I could be like, like if Big Pimpin' came on right now, I'd be like, yep, I'm, that's yeah, it, yeah. I'm jamming. Correct,
1: it's like hit, like every every Jay Z song. Like for me, like there, mm-hmm. there's, there's moments. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. and in how in how he says it, like it's just like right there. Mm-hmm. Why, like that. That's why I like Jay Z.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like even but like I
1: said, i very, re- re- I know I'm very re- New York biased.
2: Even rappers that I've grown up loving, what I've noticed now is that like as I'm getting older and I'm getting in new situations, I haven't grown with some of my rappers. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I like the fact that Jay Z's now he's switching it up, right? He's talking about like buying ridiculous art and things like that, right? For like that he's he, not he, still hustling on the block. I'll right? be honest, he's, he's always talking about that. No, that's another thing. My friend always told me Dwight <laughs> was always talking about how like he's always talking about like. Black excellence and encouraging black people to do like economics, um, just like economic, just frugality, Correct. and also building wealth and all those things. Mm-hmm. But like his general content is not about hustling anymore, right? No, like no, right it, now, it's always been that way though. Look, I mean, he ain't he ain't no more. I don't know how else to describe this, but like I I'm trying to applaud Jay Z. You're not even letting me. No, no,
1: I understand. One, I think only thing I'm trying to say is mm-hmm. a lot of times we go, yeah, we gotta move on. Um, with J- with, with, with Jay Z, um, I don't like his uh, uh, side A tracks.
3: Meaning, okay. I don't like yeah.
1: I don't like the ones that usually become singles. I usually don't yeah. listen to those. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that a lot of people know about, and that's why people come with that idea of like the hustle and everything. Yeah, a lot of his side B tracks are black prosperity. <laughs> like okay, and, and, I like that. And, and ever since Reasonable Doubt, it's been that way. And That's mm, what I'm
2: saying good to know
1: so like that that's why I said like he's always been about that
2: he is I know he's a I, I tried to keep it to myself I made it almost through the entire podcast, but, but and it just so happened he looked at me and then I was just like mm. but, <laughs> and he picked up on it but, 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 but I, I, I can yeah. lie but but i I, I think like he's he's
1: always been that way and it's, it's look, just it's
2: but like that I, I applaud him I think yeah. he's dope I think I don't think that you can, in any way, shape, or form, talk about the best hip hop artists and individuals who have, in some way, shape, or form, affected hip hop, and not talk about Jay Z. Yeah, if you say you don't you like it because of the voice, I, it, it's I, the I, voice. It's just not I, for you. It's yeah, just not, like you're, not you're, for yeah, me. But That's I'm see, not going to front like on him and be like, oh, you know, he's trash. You, like he's just not for me. It's not something that I like to hear. Like honestly, it's, the like, only... it's like me. I
1: don't like Drake. I think I don't like Drake's voice.
2: I, I don't. I don't know if I like Drake. Drake is Drake is good in the club sometimes. I but like, I, I would not go out and spend my money on Drake in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, uh, the uh, Watch the Throne album but was but my I, one Jay Z album. I like Watch, that album. Watch, Watch, I like that one a lot. I don't but, know why. But he but made it. But
1: I, but I, but I've, 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 like, like I said, I fully respect, like. Hustle. I think I like. Yeah. Once song, again, so, like I fully respect, respect his hustle. But I don't know if like, Great. I, I. It's hard for me. And, like people think I'm ocean I play, Like I, I just. It's hard for me to get into him. It's
2: just not, not, my, not, not my you? cup of tea. Yeah. Not my cup of tea. But like an example of an artist who I like, expected him to grow more. It's
1: two hours twenty minutes. We gotta get out of here.
2: We do. But go on, Michaela. Was not finish your point. Okay. This is his last album. There were certain tracks I was just like. Yo, Nas, I'm always here for like that QB vibe. Oh, you told about his last album, which one? No, oh my gosh, not the Kanye thing. I don't even re- okay. recognize that in terms of the
1: Lost Tapes?
2: No, not. Life is Good.
1: Oh, okay, that one. I think yeah. that, Lost Tapes was good too.
2: Oh, I gotta listen to that then.
1: Yeah, but Life, like Life is Good too.
2: Life is Good, like there were some tracks in there, I was like, oh, this is dope. Yeah, and then other tracks, I'm like, Nas, we, we really doing this still? Nas. Maybe, what is your I know, I know well, you look like you're 17. One, but... one last thing, mm. but you're take, 42. Take 17. over Ether and why?
3: oh Takeover.
2: i'm trying to like play it in my head now um honestly ether always hits harder for me why i have a nas bias i have no problem oh, acknowledging okay. that i love nas <laughs> i love him but um also because i because I, I have a
1: reason i, I know why ether came either out the
2: out on top. lyrics just like just i know hit why, me
1: different i know oh. why ether came out on top why Ether came out on top number one no one expected Nas like that so shock that's factor fair. plays into a lot of that's it that's fair also he was, also, he was a doing
2: bit. a lot of personal like he was in Correct. depth right and Nas personal to yeah. like yeah and that's what I
1: said like it, it was it was a I think positive we'll pl- realness Well, played into a lot of it was a shock factor because no one expected that from Nas fair mm-hmm. um Number two, it was very aggressive.
2: Very. And then, like, the way he was, like, you Bo ho. Like, he was really going, like, he was very selective. And he, like, dissected Jay-Z. Correct. Mm -hmm. He really went in. It wasn't, like, superfluous. And you know what? Nas didn't make that track to be a track that was like, oh, this is supposed to go on the radio. It was a diss track. I'm coming for you. That's it. And he felt that. And and I I, I agree with you. So, yeah. I think Takeover's a better song. Possibly as a song, it's it's probably it'll probably be a better hit, like play on the radio, like no, I mean, you know,
1: like a better song, like composition wise.
2: It is funny because now what I'm hearing in my head is "Come on, Roc," <laughs> like it's like playing in my head now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. say it. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm listening to both of them and then I'm yeah. gonna talk to you offline. It, it it it's a better song, but um, I I, I agree with that
1: because like I, I I think he went, I think people went over shot. It's like um, Queens doesn't agree. It's it's like it's like I oh, know of course not. Queens doesn't agree. Of course not. What
0: you mean? Queens doesn't agree that Tape Over was a better. Star. Oh no, Queens oh, doesn't no. agree. Queens all day. It, it,
1: it's it's like gang, it's gang. it's like um, <laughs> it's like with Drake.
2: Wait, Andrew, Drake he's part Drake, of us now, man. Drake he was and, born and raised a far rock. Okay, Drake five years. That's I, loyal. I think. I think. I <laughs> hate to see it. I think you Drake
1: Drake it. won that whole Meek thing. Absolutely. Very strongly. Number one, shock factor again. Because no back one started to drink. Back. Number two, <laughs> number I two, knew all the words to that at one point. And, and number two, I think I, still I think, like the back to back made it a big thing. Number yeah, three, yeah. he made it a club record. Mm-hmm.
2: I was very impressed by that. Yeah, he had people yeah. at OVO very Fest. Got the drink, it, it, it gave was, me it going
0: back, and the it, audience is singing the whole it was, thing. It was, was
2: Grammy nominated. Yes. So, that's uh, very impressive. I, I think that's like the only Grammy nominated beef right. track. Like mm-hmm. it's not the best record, but it's a Grammy. No. But you know, and that always also, goes right back to Drake and his amazing ability to turn anything into a hit. Correct. And that's what I said. Like, I, I appreciate that. Respect like, it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think... It, respect, like, respect. I think um, Shock Factor plays into a lot of things, though. Word. Can play into, like, a lot of things. Yeah. Word. Absolutely. Word.
0: All right. We look like we are at, what? 223. We got just use only T-tips. Long, oh, yeah. T-tips. T-tips. tips So, T-tips, T-tips. I just
1: want to go over one thing. Um, I found it. Found it. Um, create data-packed infographics um, when you are promoting uh-huh. um, your business and everything. I'm gonna be
0: DJ MV right now. What's the info? What's, inco- no, what's, gonna... what's the infographic? No, what's infographic?
2: I'm sorry that that's not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you are incoherent right now. <laughs> I'm tired. But but, inf- but
1: inf- infographics are just um, graphics that show like data about different information. So think about your um, industry, and infographics show you show your knowledge about something. Mm-hmm. Show you knowledge about your industry. Show you knowledge about what's going on. So, people like um, supporting um, businesses that they feel like are intelligent and knowledgeable about the topic that they're um, selling. That's right. So oh, it's always good to have information and infographics about it. So there's a lot of infographics on online to find. Mm-hmm. It's good to use that to promote on Instagram. That is my quick T tip. We about to get out of here. Have, yeah. Um, return you, to my what, child that I once referenced again. Earlier. If you want um <laughs> marketing, um, email us at contact at the blm.com Word. or visit the blm.com mm-hmm. we have to get out of here
3: yes we do, we
2: do this is
1: a long podcast yes. all right um thank you so much Michaela, for coming yes.
2: of course i made it
0: yes thank you so much for coming. and yes, we we're are trying going... to get Michaela in the building for a minute so i'm glad yeah. she's here so That's we're awesome. going to
1: get out of here yes um thank you so much for everybody listening yes on the way back yeah. and we stuff okay. and everything well, okay. and we'll catch you later so guess what we bid you adieu
0: uh-huh uh-huh yeah boy yeah, yeah, yeah it's the all love no fear podcast hey it's hey. the all love no fear podcast hey, check hey, us out hey. it's the all love oh no fear podcast. podcast podcast uh-huh uh-huh all love oh
3: no fear podcast hey